shit, I'm like nervous now. All right. This is Daniel Warren Johnson, and you are listening to 11 O'Clock Comics. A fitting intro. It was nice and strong. Resounding, yes. <laughs> Buckle up. It's the big one. It's the pleats. <laughs> it's the crotchal why region. Why we're all here. That's why we do this. Yes. Just for the... That's right. We do it for the crotchal region. Yes, sir. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Hey, everybody. What it is. It's 11 O'Clock Comics, episode 834. And I'm Vince B. You are Vince B. I am David A. Price. And I'm going to tell you what you won, because I'm Don Pardo. Oh, did you know that Don Pardo toured with Frank Zappa? I did not. Yes, yes, he did. Uh, Zappa has a song called I Am The Slime. And Don Pardo, on record, has an intro and uh, interstitial little voiceover bit. And Frank was like, Don, why don't you come out on tour with us, at least for a couple dates? And Don's like, sure, Mr. Zappa, I'll do it. Interesting. Yeah. So you're not done. You, you, no, I was going to say you know it's a it's a, um, a a young kids slang colloquialism these days to call someone their slime. That means they're their good friend. Nice. Wow. Well, that's that's not what Frank had intended. But anyway, mm. um, you're not Don Pardo. Take it away, Don Pardo. You're Jason Wood, everybody. And what do I hear in the background, Jason? Who who's with us this week? Well, listen. This is eleven o'clockers night. This it is a big night. I hope everybody's got their tuxes on, their their or or your dresses, whatever you're rocking. But I hope you look your 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 best for the runway. Your sequins. I know Dap's got sequins on somewhere over there. Oh, yeah, I got Charlize with me. Is that okay? She yes, wanted to come. No. Nice. Yeah. But as she will. The tradition for uh, a bunch of years now, right? What would we say four or five years at least. Yeah. Um, we have. We have had fun and made it more enjoyable to have a fourth person in the chair and has become, uh, I guess, somewhat of a tradition as well. That fourth person every year is a longtime supporter of the show and friend. And uh, and it's been we're, we're, we're bad a thousand so far. So no pressure. But our guest this evening has uh, ha- has been, again, a friend for I don't God, I don't even know how long. We had a grand time hanging out with him uh, in a bunch of our posse uh, down in Heroes Con. Chances are many of you may not know him personally, but if you are into the original comic art scene and have come across any badass Usagi Ojimbo art over the years, mm-hmm. chances are is for this gentleman. And he's got a bunch of other awesome art too, but like Usagi is kind of his go-to uh, out there. Like He's the main Usagi guy. I, of course, am talking about, please welcome to the show, Mr. Brian Clark. What up, guys? Yay. I will tell you also what the kids don't talk about is Don Pardo. So, <laughs> pretty fantastic. I don't know why. Yeah, uh, I mean, listen, we're old heads, so, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Don Pardo is, uh, I went down, a, I've been going down a Saturday Night Live rabbit hole this week because of that uh, podcast I mentioned on the Slack. Uh, it's just, just obsessed with, with the history of it. And then I was thinking about the O'Closkers and how Don Pardo did the uh, SNL uh, announcing forever until he died, and you know, so I just yep. fi- figured it was good. Jason, you forgot one thing in regard to uh, Mr. Clark. You said a lot of F's, but you didn't say family because that's what he is. 
That's true. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Familiar. EOC Familiar. It's true, and we have to thank said family for making this episode and all episodes possible. 11 o'clock, no, that's not the URL. It's patreon.com <laughs> forward slash, I got overclimped. 11 o'clock comics, one, one, no apostrophe. Audio, video, downloads, images, polls. You get to weigh in on the book of the month. And best of all, the dedicated Slack channel where we uh, chew the, the rag 24-7 on all topics, various and sundry. So take a look around. Patreon.com slash 11 o'clock comics. Can nice. attest to the glory that is the slack. <laughs> nice, it's it's my home away from home, or or just plain home. I love mm. it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of of home, I pulled these out of my little refrigerator. These are this is the drink roll call. I am drinking from Southern Tier Brewing Company. I'm drinking two X IPA, which is a double IPA. I'm drinking uh, IPA. And I'm drinking 2X Haze, a hazy, juicy double IPA, all Southern Tier. Hope you love it. Southern Tier solid stuff. Yeah, not bad. Not Word too shabby. Up. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm proud of you. Uh, I am drinking something new this evening. Uh, and I'm probably going to get the name wrong. It's Portuguese. I'm not very Port- good at reading reading and, and pronouncing Portuguese stuff. Portuguese. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it, it's, I believe it's pronounced Cartuja uh, Evora. And then the last word I'm not going to try, uh, it's C-O-L-H-E-I-T-A, Colheta, I think. But it's probably, there. there's probably some, some mushier sound, sounds in there because it is Portuguese. But it is a, uh, it's a Portuguese red blend. It's 40% Tempranillo, 40% Alicante, and 20% Trincadera. And, uh, it, uh, the wifey bought it. She she was at the store. Said it looked good. It uh, it's quite tasty. And uh, yeah, so I'm I'm bringing a new wine to the to the to the show in honor of uh, of one of my favorite episodes of the year. Nice. What you drinking, Brian? I uh, recently picked up a bottle of Japanese whiskey. And this- <laughs> This is uh, Nika Coffee Malt Whiskey. It is crazy smooth. Oh, I'm just drinking it on. A, well, so it's a coffee still. I, you know, at first I also thought it was like coffee malt. I was like, that sounds fantastic. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. just a particular. Perked up. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> and this, I'm just drinking it on an ice uh, sphere. Uh, it's like I said, super smooth. Um, I'll drop a picture of this in the Slack, but yeah, highly recommend it. Japanese. I've been on a Japanese whiskey kick lately, so that's one area that I haven't really traveled too far. And I've I've had the I, I've had a couple of the Centauri uh, offerings, but nothing. Haven't really gone beyond that. Haven't looked to any price points or. or, or... That's why I picked this up. Yeah, Suntory is sort of in my jam. Uh, mm-hmm. That Toki whiskey is very, very enjoyable, yes. especially with some ginger. So I decided to branch out and pick up something new. Uh, it's got a very simple label, simple bottle, but I would very much recommend this. I will have to look for it. Uh, I am um, enjoying a... Uh, Slow sips of the Basil Hayden dark rye that we had when uh, 
Athena was on, but uh, once this is gone, I'm going to follow it with uh, some Bullet 95. Ride. I'm just going to stick with the ride at night. So, nice. Just keeping it nice and smooth. You got the bullet. You'd be like Shooter Jennings. That's it. <laughs> yes. That's right. Love it. That's right. All right, Jason. Why don't you do your your thing? Tell them all yes. about this. Uh, how these votes yes. are tallied. Yeah, so uh, 11 o'clock, there's big night. This is a celebration Huge. of the of the year that was. Uh, and as we uh, always want to make sure, especially for the new listeners, we don't count this as the best because there are a million best of lists. Vince is a huge fan of them. And, um, oh, it's, yeah. But, yeah, especially music. But, yeah, no doubt. Uh, but no, but we, we say it's our favorites because there are a, a, an insane amount of comics that get put out every year, and we're quite sure that a lot of them are awesome, and we just don't ever we just don't end up reading them or have the time to, and that doesn't mean they're not awesome. It doesn't mean your stuff isn't, isn't great. So we couch this as our favorites, just the stuff that we personally enjoyed the most in a bunch of categories. And uh, we, as always... Ask the uh, the EOC listenership to chime in um, and vote, and uh, and and you all always do your thing. So we we uh, we tally those votes and present them to and uh, and since we've added the uh, the guest seat, we basically what we're going to give you is is five winners essentially of each of each category. It's uh it's a, it's a longer episode, so everyone buckle in. We have twenty six categories this year. Um, which is uh, the same as last year, although we did tweak a little bit. Mainly, the only major difference this year from last year's balloting is we uh, we we combined two of the genre categories into one, but then we split out uh, import because so many people, uh, Vince and and Brian, frankly included, are huge readers of manga. It's a big chunk of what they read on the regular now. Uh, so we split up into favorite manga as its own thing, and then. We have favorite uh, non-manga imports, so that would be like the category in prior years. Um, so yeah, so that's the that's that's the dealio. And uh, as always, we will read off the um, the listeners' top three choices: uh, third, second, and then first, and then each give ours. And because of the fact that we've got over a hundred plus things to throw out love to. We uh, generally don't spend uh, much time editorializing our picks and talking about runners-up and things like that. Um, we certainly are more than happy to uh, do that in the follow-up conversations when the episode posts on the Slack or the Facebook group. Happy to do that. Um, but uh, but yeah, generally we're just gonna we're gonna share with you our our winners, uh, our choices instead of uh, you know we're not gonna we're not gonna show, we're not gonna show our work uh, tonight. Just don't have, don't really have the time for that. So true. And, best of all, why don't you tell them what one lucky winner will receive? Yes, sir. So, uh, those who submitted a, uh, I, I deemed a near-complete ballot in the, in the quote-unquote rules, it basically meant if, if you answered like 20 of the, of the 26 categories, uh, you are eligible for a drawing, which we will do randomly before the end of the episode. Uh, I will have our, uh, our illustrious guest, uh, pick a number. I'll throw it into a random number generator app here, and it will spit out a winner uh, of the people who submitted ballots that are capable, and that winner will receive a gift card. I mean, I guess they're not cards these days, but basically an, a digital uh, gift certificate to cheapgraphicnovels.com. And as uh, Vince mentioned a week or two ago on an app, 
the uh, owner and uh, and friend of the show, the owner of Cheap Graphic Novels and friend of the show, Max, was kind enough when he heard that we were um, that we were offering this to double the amount. So uh, the winner will be receiving a one hundred dollar um, certificate. So yeah, so someone's going to come away with a hundred dollars a free book uh, after tonight. That's amazing. If you yep. want to maximize your comic book dollar, you go to uh, say, "Hey, you go to cheapgraphicnovels.com because you will be greeted by a max a million choices. Look at you <laughs> of graphic novel. Just go there. <laughs> Shut up. Max has everything. Cheapgraphicnovels.com. It's the That's maximum awesome. impact. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how long I was practicing uh, that? Like I forever. Right now, since we're going to jump into it, and like I said, we're not going to editorialize each and every one of our picks or the deliberations. I was curious, though, if anyone had any like you know short but sweet high level thoughts about the year after you did your balloting. I always find that like when I'm doing my balloting, it helps. It, I'm like, oh, this was a year where I really seemed to glom onto this kind of comic. Like, and uh, just to make sure everyone understands, like, so for example, like I noticed this year that probably more than any year in the past, I just and I don't know if this is going to be an ongoing thing, but I just I I tended to love books that were written and drawn by one one creator this year. Um, like the vast majority of the things that were in my list, like if we were just doing like a top twenty things I read this year, were 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 by one a solo creator or at least a solo person that wrote and drew it. Yes. Um. And 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 I don't again. It could be a trend or it could be coincidence. Don't know. But that stuck out of me. And then as we get into the balloting, um. It will become obvious, but this was a year where one particular creator um, had as dominant a year among our listenership's favorites as we have ever seen. Um, it was yeah. it was a uh, it was a Herculean Oof. year of, uh, of 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 giving this this person their flowers uh, among you listeners. So good word, good word. Um, I agree with you. The majority of my uh, favorites this year were. Uh, single creator joints or old favorites it was sure. it, it was either or yeah yeah, yeah I, there were for me it was I, I as i was tallying everything and it and, and for me I, I started later than i normally do but uh as i was going through everything that that, that i'd read through over various ways i documented everything um I noticed it was it was more a case of quality over quantity in the sense that a lot of things that I read weren't necessarily by that, that I would consider my favorites, my my high points weren't like for example, Andrew Baker. Like he wrote the two reckless books, he wrote Friday, but that's kind of it as far as what I read from him. So it, it, he he just. It was great shit, and I loved it. But it's not it, when I compare it to some of the like, like, like action comics. Phil Kennedy Johnson wrote a bunch of issues, but it still it didn't hit me the way the reckless stuff did. So it was one of those. It, a lot of the people on my list, a lot of the winners, a lot of my favorites, um, are truly in this case for me this year. They, they truly were my favorite things that I enjoyed out of the year, instead of just me trying to. Um, I I read so much of this character or this creator, so therefore that must mean it must be a favorite of mine. I I didn't I didn't go that route this year. Nice, Bri, Bri you got any? I don't. I'm putting you on the spot. I didn't tell you we were going to no, talk about this, but I de- I definitely thought about this. Um, I so single creator stuff is always 
high on my list, but mm-hmm. I, I sort of 2022 was a kind of a rough year. So, you know, some comfort food fell in there. But what I really liked was uh, building on that sort of stuff that was familiar to me. So as we go through the list, you'll you'll definitely hear like some picks. You're like, oh, you know, these are very well established characters, but new stuff is happening with them. And I mm-hmm. kind of really appreciated that. Yeah, that makes sense as well. Um, and also, I, I wanted to mention uh, I, I, in my opening soliloquy, but forgot uh, for those listening, uh, as we've done the last years, I will absolutely be uh, posting each of our. You know, you don't have to keep copious notes as you listen along. Um, uh, we will be posting the findings. Um, I will say, if you want like a detailed listing and, and explanations and everything, uh, those will be on the uh, Patreon feed um, and the Patreon Slack. So if you want the the, the, the the heavy details, that's you're gonna have to join join that party. Um, but but certainly, um, you know, probably on the YouTube we will have uh, you know just more straight up informa- informational uh, you know lists or bullets of the things that uh, that that won as well uh, that were our favorites. So uh, so no need to uh, you know open up Evernote and, and type away furiously as you listen. <laughs> Good old Evernote. Right. Yes, that's it. That's right. I still do it. I still kind of want people to do it. Oh, I'm sure many will. But I'm just saying, you know, I don't want someone driving oh, and, and trying to type with one hand and get an accident and blame us. So, all right. Well, um, we are going to jump in and uh, we give our guest uh, opening honors. So up first, Ryan is going to start us off with uh, with our opening category. Yeah. So this category is favorite digital first or web comic, which is a category that's – I honestly I don't dive into enough. Um, Same, yeah. And it, it's only because there's there's so much stuff, um, and uh, I see all the the top picks here all sound awesome. Um, my pick for this is going to be Simon Hanselman. Uh, I read everything he posts on Instagram and then buy all the books. So like, that's the one thing that's very consistent with me. And you should be lauded for your efforts because my dude's a genius. Yeah, that's the one thing. I, 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 I don't check out any of his online stuff because I, I want to wait for the books. Yeah, but, I, uh, I don't mind uh, doing both. So. Yeah, well, either way you slice it, we're giving the, the dude some love. So excellent mm. choice, excellent choice. What about the listeners, Brian? Yeah, so in third place, we've got Lore Olympus, which is uh, super popular. It looks fantastic, and I need to one day get into it. Uh, I know a lot of people love it, and for very good reasons. In second place, we've got Love Everlasting, another uh, super popular in the Slack. Everybody talks about it. Tom and Elsa, I'm kind of just waiting on that one t- to get collected, much like you, Vince, mm-hmm. with Simon. Right. And then and then number one with 24% of the votes is Friday. I know uh, Mr. Jono is stoked for that, always talking about that book. Um, and I know everybody loves it, but that's that's where I'm way different. So Yeah, it's, <laughs> inter- it's, it's interesting that all three of the listeners' top choices are books that have been collected in print in the last year i'm sure it's no coincidence right <laughs> so 
So yeah, I think, Lore I Olympus think... dominating blows my mind to see that just everywhere, all over Target, nonstop. Like that's when you know. Yeah, that, that's a runaway success. That's like Jeff yeah. Smith, like book, like book market level success. Um, so, all right, Dap, you're up. Uh, I, I there. I don't spend as much time as I used to reading web comics and, and and digital first, but there is one that. Uh, that I that I am a fan of, and I know it's 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 been collected. So uh, just like Friday, if 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 you're waiting for an actual physical copy, um, that's available. And I don't want to get too deep into it because I have a feeling we're probably going to get deep into it at a later date, very soon. Uh, but my my favorite for this year was uh, Justin Jordan's and uh, John Armour's uh, Urban Animal. Well, look at that. Look at that, uh, and we should mention then that uh, what a great what a great segue, Dap, because there you go. Mr. John Ammer uh, is the creator of our 2023 11 o'clock comics logo, yes, which we publicly debuted today. You can check the social groups, or um, if you look at our episode feed, uh, most of you will see the updated image art there because that's where it's mainly going to be. It should so, be on uh, your phone too if you're listening to this. That's episode. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, if you're listening to the episode. Um, so, so much love to, to, to John for that. And as Dap said, uh, we'll, we'll have probably a chance here soon to, uh, to, to thank him, uh, a little in greater detail. So, all right. Um, I am up, uh, with my choice here and, um, I, uh, I went with Friday, which, uh, I guess I'm, I'm agreeing with the, the listener's choice. Um, you know, it's, uh, it is a book that, uh, very much enjoyed and we got the second arc this year. So, uh, it was a pretty easy pick for me. Nice. Nice. Um, well, I didn't go, I didn't think it was fair of me to go with the obvious choice, which would have been Shonen Jump. That's the only, Oh yeah, that would it, it's, be good for you. No, yeah, it's the, it's yeah, the only right. online comics I read with one exception. So um, for anyone to be able to to balance all of the the amount of the sheer amount of stuff on Shonen Jump, I don't think that was fair. So okay. I I went with the only other one I read, which is Justin Jordan and John Amor's Urban Animal. Nice, right? I mean, yes, yeah, That's it's fine. it's it's great. Why not? Yeah, it was my pick last year, so I'm right there with you guys. Yep. Believe me, I gave the Shonen Jump stuff more than enough love coming up. So <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. All right. So uh, you're up, Vince, with uh, Category 2. Well, look at me. Uh, Category 2 is the favorite color artist. Amazing. There were 32 unique nominations for this category, which is it stands to reason. There's a lot of talented colorists out there. Of it's a which, lot of colorists, though. Yeah, it's a lot of love, I think. Color artists, yes. In in the third slot, with 7% of the vote, is Tamara Bonvillant. This is where it amazes me. Uh, the second place went to Jordi Belair with 9% of the votes. And in first place, um, Jacob Phillips, amazing, with 13% of the votes. That's amazing to me. It's like, okay, I think, he's <laughs> fen- I think he's phenomenal. But you usually see one name in that slot. Right. Yeah. 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 And yeah. for for Jacob to come up from behind and just eclipse, even Jordy Belair, that's a yeah. testament to this dude's skill. Uh, I didn't vote for any of these people. Uh, my favorite <laughs> uh, color artist 
and let me get this little slot in here so Jason can can know that. Um, <laughs> Thank you very much. Appreciate yeah. that. My favorite color artist is Hayden Sherman. I do it. Nobody works oh, with color. That's, yeah, that that make that's on brand. Yes, yeah. nobody works yeah. with color like Hayden Sherman. Okay, respect. Yeah. I got I got respect for that. Um, okay, yeah, cool. Uh, Brian, you're up. Yeah, I went with the listener's third pick, uh, Tamra. Uh, Tamra just made world's finest like even better than mm-hmm. than I could have imagined that and once in future uh, that story is crazy and I sometimes don't know what's happening but I'm always in it for the colors nice diggity dab um, I uh, completely um, new to me in the sense that I just I, 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 I really, really enjoy uh, Dark Knights of Steel. And I've, I've flipped through Poison Ivy and I, and I need to get back to it. But the color artist that, that really um, just made me take notice this year was uh, Arif Peranto. And uh, I, I, I just, I am, it, all the other color artists that have been mentioned so far, they're all phenomenal. Uh, and any any given year, any of them probably would have made my, my, my list, but just, just going back and, and looking through this Tom Taylor written maxi series, I just, I, the, the work that, uh, that Prianto does over, um, Yasmin is just, it, it blows me away. I really, really do enjoy their work. Yeah. Respect for the deep cut on that one. Cause, uh, yeah, that, that is a good one. Um, I, uh, I also went, um, I guess kind of chalk here. I went with, uh, Jordi Belair who, um, isn't quite at the Dave Stewart level these, but it seems like, um, she's certainly one of those people now that is, that is on the lists every year. And I believe, um, Q Vincent's grown. I believe she's won like three Eisners in a row, if I'm not mistaken for best colors, which I think Dave Stewart has like nine of them. But, uh, but yeah, I just, um, it, but, but this is a tough one. Cause I, I, there were lots of people that I was considering for this because because it seems like a lot of my favorite book like there were there wasn't one colorist that colored a ton of my favorite books this year. It, it seemed like a lot of different color artists were involved. So, um, but but I ultimately went with Jordy. Uh, so there you have it. All right. So moving on to category number three: favorite single issue or one shot. Now this is always a category that um, is going to have a massive dispersion of votes and uh, and the. Like the winner is generally not someone that gets a ton of votes, right? Because this is a single issue, so a lot more subjectivity and individual preference tend to go into these kinds of this category. Um, but nevertheless, uh, with four percent of the vote, which was good enough for third, uh, "Tales of the Human Target," and this is the audience choice. Um, with uh, with just a little bit above that, five percent of the vote, "Batman: One Bad Day," Mister Freeze. And uh, and then um, with a pretty decent for this category, nine percent of the vote. So basically, one out of ten of you uh, picked this. Uh, Batman One Bad Day, the Riddler. Um, it seems like these Batman One Bad Day one shots uh, were a pretty natural fit. A, a pretty, I think all of them at least that have hit the stands by now at, got at least a sing, like at least a vote. So um, so they definitely have been a hit for DC. Um, and uh, I didn't pick any of them. Um, that was uh, was for me. This was one of the things I filled in first on my ballot, um, and that is Deadly Class number fifty six, which, uh, for those who are not familiar with the series, is the final issue of the series. 
if you listen to the pod, you know it's 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 one of my favorite series of all time, and uh, and I'm sad it's gone, but the issue they 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 ended on a great note. So uh, so yeah, that was my pick. I expected you to to put that in there. All right, right on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I talked about my choice in episode 833, which was last episode. It hmm. is from Jake Kelly. I went with Blowing Minds from uh, Stone Church Press. Oh yeah. Okay. It's a great little book, self-contained, but uh, a part of a much larger narrative. So uh, you get the big picture and the little, the micro and the macro. It's great stuff. Mm-hmm. Brian. Yeah, so it's hard. it was hard for me to think about like a specific issue. But when you say Dead in Class 56, I, that's a excellent answer i thought they nailed it so good pick there but i went with the listener's first choice one bad day riddler that book was intense uh and took me by surprise so it was it was a blast uh riddler's a a weird complicated character and you get a pretty good look at him there yeah no argument yeah i i I have to say i'm you you know i'm not a i'm not like super into the the bat verse but i i I thought these one shots have all been pretty damn good Mm mm-hmm I did like the Riddler one a lot. Um, eventually, I'll go back and check out the others. Uh, I do like Tom's work in the Bat Universe. He, he tends to go, doesn't necessarily stick to um, canon and everything that came before. So I, I appreciate his takes and the Riddler being one of my favorite Bat rogues. Um, I was uh, I was intrigued. Um, mine was uh, the. First issue of a four-issue miniseries um, is Star Trek Discovery Adventures in the 32nd Century. The, the, the miniseries basically just focuses on a character uh, from from the cast, uh, from the crew. And the first issue was my absolute favorite. It just focused on Grudge, which is uh, Book's cat on the ship. And um, it was it, it looked great. The art was fantastic. Um but it was it, it when when I think about any of just the one shots that uh, the 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 one issue that I could pick, and this isn't the first time a Star Trek book has kind of made my single issue, but um, but this one just kind of stuck with me for the rest of the year after uh, after I read it a bunch of months ago. Nice. Keep that train rolling, Dap. I will. What do we got now? It's the favorite cover artist uh there were 39 unique nominees uh 10 percent in third place bruno redondo which is absolutely fitting um solid solid pick number two with 14 percent is greg smallwood his human target covers are phenomenal absolutely and and i mean his interiors are fantastic too but greg is a fantastic pick number one with 15% of the votes, not surprised at all. Actually picked up a variant from her today of the Black Cloak. Uh, it's Peach Momoko. And, uh, yeah, I, I am seriously not surprised. Yeah, I'm unstunned. Unstunned. I, just, yeah, yeah. I mean, you oh, cannot. Yeah. It's, I just. It, she, I'm, is I'm, the, she is the cover artist of the moment without question, as we saw at New York Comic Con when the poor, the poor woman and her team were dr- driven to near. To, well, driven to tears from the from the absolute mob scene of people trying to get, get her attention. So. And I, every week I'm in the shop and I'm flipping, spinning the, the rack around and, and it, constantly, just one after another, it, 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 it stacks of, of peach covers. Uh, but my pick was none of them. 
I um I I went with one of my favorite interior artists of the year, but uh but but this year um he also did some phenomenal covers and and it was it's it's Mr. Dan Mora. Especially his world's finest covers. I mm-hmm. they, they cracked yeah. me up. Oh yeah. yeah. They are Yeah, fantastic. no argument there. Um so you all know me. I mean you 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 boys know that that I I just covers are like it's weird to me like I just don't pay attention to them like I used to. I uh I like it in my other in my other in my other obsession of sports. I people assume that I'm good with 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 jersey numbers because I have so many stats and stuff memorized, but I'm terrible with jersey numbers. I, I just don't it just doesn't stick in my brain. Same with covers. I just with these days I I just don't like covers don't hit me much very often. So generally, I kind of like with this category clear my mind to just think like, what covers do I even remember? And uh, and I have to say, um, this was often this is like a, a laborious category for me. Um, but this was pretty easy just because these covers stuck out to me. And that was Mark Brooks, who did all the cover, well, all the main covers for Immortal X Men this year. Um, I just thought they were all stunners and. Um, you know, I, 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 I just, yeah, it was just, this one was easy for me this year and, and I doubt it will be next year cause it rarely is, but I'm happy that it was this year. So there you go. It's a logical choice. Yeah. Yeah. He makes all of those characters look super compelling. I love every single one of them. Yeah. Plus I got a tattoo of the man's art in my body in the last, <laughs> in the last year. So I figured it was fitting. Yeah. Uh, I'm like Jason in, in, I don't usually care. Um, what cover I get, but when I do, in the past it was Richard Corbin. I would actively seek out mm, a yeah. Richard Corbin cover, and I thought, who do, who am I going to put for this? Uh, who's the only cover artist that I will go out of my way to secure their cover as opposed to the other covers? And it's it's Kevin Eastman. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. What you got, Brian? I also went with the listener's first choice, Peach Momoko. Um, I enjoy seeing her take on literally every character. Marvel, DC, video games. She did a slew of Usagi covers, Turtles mm-hmm. covers. And her take on these characters is, it's, every time I'm like, oh, I, I think this is awesome. She really thought about it. And I don't know how she did, like, six million covers in one year. She must be crazy fast, right? I mean, she. I feel like there's a Momoko variant on every comic, like when I'm looking at the yeah. week, the, the weekly uh, comics list, and they, because the, the, the only thing annoying about that, right, is they list all the variants, and I understand because it's a retailer thing, but, like, I feel like there's always a Momoko variant. Like, for and for comic. every publisher. It's yeah, not like yeah, Marvel crazy. has her locked down. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's image. It's it's just, it's, yeah. It's it's nice. not, I, good for and her. she's doing her own book, too. Like, she is. Do you own wow. any uh, any of her art yet? I don't remember. I stay tuned. Oh, okay. oh. respect. respect. <laughs> All right. All right. You're up. Uh, you're up. Category five. Oh, you give them the non manga right. import. Yeah. Listen, I, I, listen. I can only control the order here so much. You know, it's uh, try and keep it orderly. Yeah, non manga. So yeah, this this is an interesting category because I. Is probably the category I read the least of. But, and listen, uh, I, it, it happens that way sometimes. I yeah, usually try and pick. I look at the list. And I think which categories is Vin's going to be the least interested in starting. I make sure he gets those, and then I, yeah, and then I run the rest of the list. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a good plan. That's what he does. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so with nine percent of the votes, uh, the audience went with Olympia. Um, I don't even know what that is. So good job, guys. 
that that is uh well that that is that is a sequel to the grand odalisque it's uh it's a heist comic uh, uh a french heist comic that uh that fanographics ported over by uh moulot repair and vive so i see i see so thanks for listening Mark. yeah <laughs> <laughs> those, those ones just they're my uh I get Simon, it. I Simon get Hanselman it. to you. So. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Uh s- second place is with eleven percent Adrastia, another book that sounds wonderful. Yeah, it's, um, it's oh, the hype train. Your co host Newbury is gonna be sad that you don't know that one. <laughs> yeah, oh, he knows. He's, he's a fan of that one. That's uh, yeah. that that's uh, that is another uh, uh that's a magnetic book, but but yeah. uh, also French and yeah. But Number one, 15% of the votes, Black said, they all fall down. And I do know that one because that's what I picked. I love Black said. I read all the Black said books. Um, and Brian Newberry, I know you don't like Black said, so my bad. They're number one. He doesn't like Black said. Wait, he doesn't, that's I didn't it. know he didn't like Black said, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. character I, flaw. Wow. Yeah. Does he not like anthropomorphic <laughs> comics? I don't, uh, I don't know that, but. Black Sad's not his thing. Wow. Oof. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. That was definitely a, a, a strong contender for me. I love Black Sad. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, for me, this one, pretty much as soon as... Uh, actually, no. Th- there was one. There was a contender that was all set to take it until I read this phenomenal um, import from uh, Thanks to Dark Horse. And that's... Uh, <laughs> Sure, the favorites almost always never. I mean, I'm shocked. <laughs> shocked by that. You should be. I mean, I just it's as, as soon as I finished it, it's just like yeah. it's 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 the class. It was it was one of it was one of the two first entries on on my list this year when 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 you put out the uh, the spreadsheet. Honestly, I love that book so much, and the only reason I didn't consider it at all is just because I read it the year before uh, through Europe Comics, pouring out for Europe right. Comics online. Um, so I just didn't feel right since I obviously read it in 2021 um, in digital form. But yeah, no, but I mean, that I'm so happy that that book came out in print this year for people to discover, and it's, it's, it is a treasure, that book. Um, so, yeah. I, 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 I would have been gobsmacked if you didn't pick that uh, this category. Uh, and and uh, I went with um, with Adrastia, um, which is, uh, like we said, it's it's by Magnetic. Magnetic puts out a ton of, of, of great uh, Bondesine imports. Uh, this was written and drawn by Matthew Bablet. And uh, I gave it a lot of love on an episode this year. So you can you can hit the search engines for that if you want to know more. Cute. Well, cute. cute. If you would like to hear me uh, gush about this book, tune in, uh, into episode 811 and 813, and probably other episodes you. too. Um, written and illustrated by Alexis Deacon, published by Flying Eye mm-hmm. Books and No Brow. My favorite import non manga of 2022 is The Curse of the Chosen. Add a boy. FYI, it almost, almost made my book of the year. Add a boy. That's nuts, right? But so for all the shit we give you all year long as we're doing the show, and you're like, "Oh, it's gonna be the classics. Oh, it's the best book I read." Uh, I I tip my cap to you because as we as we talked about when we pulled up the No Brow site, there are not one but two EOC pull quotes uh, on this book, and uh, 
Although they don't credit which one of us says which. Uh, well, we one, know which the, one said which. The, the, one, the one is, this is the best book I've read all year, uh, and that was yours. And so I said, he better put this on his ballot. Or <laughs> so um, good for you. Yeah, It's not the last time you'll hear it. Oh, do dun, dun, dun. Yes. All right, next category. I'm at the helm. It is the favorite anthology comic. 29 seems low. Uh, unique nominations for this <laughs> in third place. Wow, third place with eight percent of the votes is X Mag Volume Four. Pour one out for him. That yeah. came out higher for me. PI uh, was uh, closed down this year. Yeah, unfortunately, sad. Uh, mm-hmm. Second place, Junie Ba's Monkey Meat, with fifteen mm. percent of the vote and completely baffling. With eight, seriously, yeah, 18% <laughs> of the vote went to the Image wow. 30th anniversary anthology. Like, we oh, love our listeners, like we do, family, and you've been great to us all these years, and and, and <laughs> genuinely appreciate Still. you. We're gonna let you finish, but this is like Kanye and Taylor Swift on stage right now. I'm like, oh, okay, this reads to me like a lot of our audience really wanted to try hard to fill out a ballot because i implore them to and i appreciate that they did but they like didn't read really anthologies and they're like well it's an anthology that I read this year, so. <laughs> well i'm i'm sure Google my anthology. my choice is going to have a lot of them scratching their heads because i went with as my favorite anthology the 71 74 annual 2022 by tp louise and ashley wood out of image comics I absolutely love that issue. You give me an an all Ashley Wood anthology comic, and I am there. I talked about it in episode 797. Yeah. Feel free to fill that in on the ballot there, buddy. <laughs> I'm probably the only person that voted for that. Uh, no, there was one vote for it. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Separated. Feel free to type, type that in, though, buddy. I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I was going to do it, but somebody changed my last one to this dick. I wonder who did that. I, I wonder a, why I did that. Childish. <laughs> Seriously. Because my address Steve was changed to it as I was about to read. But anyway, uh, enough of the nonsense. Uh, Brian, what was your favorite anthology of the year? I went with Good Boy Magazine issue number two from nice. Silver Sprocket. Uh, mm. That has some of my favorite indie artists in there. It uh, has a really good article with Gerard Way, but... It, with anthologies, you know, for most people to hit or miss, this one, yeah, it was pretty hit all the way through. I mean, it was a good length, and I'm looking forward to number three. Love it. Michael Sweater. Nice. FTW. Uh, yeah. Um, this, I, I had a couple of in my head, but uh, I ended up going with um, one of the more enjoyable reads of the year, Dynamite Diva, One-Eyed, Wild Ooh. Ride. Oh shit! That's what's up. Because yeah, it's, it's probably what he voted for. <laughs> he did Suck not. It. No, I didn't. I didn't. I, I I voted for a pick that is directly a derivation of our of our of our good friend Brian, who's on the show with us tonight. Because Brian um, said at some point early last year, "Hey, y'all, up on this Jalea joint." And uh, I think most of us were like, I don't know what. Much like Brian was just like with the with the European imports, he was. I, I was like, I don't know what the heck you're talking about. But uh, he turned us on to Juni Ba's uh, West African fantasy epic Jalea, and it was. I ordered it that week after he showed us a few of the pages and talked about it, and it was an absolute treat. 
and uh, and and Junie then followed that up with Monkey Meat, and uh, and I loved it, and that was my choice. Uh, so I'm I'm with the I'm, I'm with the, at least a portion of our uh, I'm with 15 percent of our audience on this one. Nice. Uh, all right, so we are moving on to breakout performer, and you know, <laughs> so as the person who sees all the votes and tallies them. There is no category that cracks me up more than breakout performer, and I get it. Like we don't, we don't, we don't like put rule. Like we don't, Jim Lee. Yeah, like like. like and I have you to keep in mind that, that everyone's, you know, everyone's like interpretation of certain categories is is just that subject to interpretation. But yeah, you know, like I would say that if someone's like won multiple Eisners, has like been publishing comics for twenty years, like they're probably not really qualified for this but anyway but that being said that being said um i think getting more votes is highly dependent on not making fun of the people submitting the votes (laughs) absolutely you're right and and, and, and the the three who got the most votes were were certainly deserving uh we had 41 different uh artists or creators (laughs) named uh in third place with five percent of the vote greg smallwood uh you know, <laughs> you do around for a minute, but it's all good. Um, yeah, he's so in, cute. <laughs> in second place, I think very apropos, uh, 11% of the vote, Mr. Juniba. And in first place with 25% of the vote, and bluntly, the right answer, um, Zoe Thorogood. Uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah. So I, I, I got love for the, even though I was giving the, the, the listeners a little bit of shit there to start, I got, I got love for, for how they, uh, they ended up uh, um, settling up there. So, uh, and then for uh, me, I uh, I I don't generally do this because I know DAP is a stickler for the rules. Mm. But I I had to go with a tie. Oh uh, this, God, no! I, I I I had to go with a tie. I, listen, I I just kept going back and forth between these two creators, and I just couldn't decide. So I'm calling. My my executive privilege of being the one who pulls these sheets together, and I'm giving myself the right to call a tie. So my co breakout performers this year were Jasper Jubinville, the creator of Dap's aforementioned Dynamite Diva, One Eyed Wild Ride, and Mr. Junie Bob. So though I'm giving it, I'm giving the crown to two two incredible creators this year. Dap, you gonna allow that? Well, he can't. He can't not allow it. Yeah, no, I he can. He can disallow it. Yes, he can. I make the sheet. Oh, he's that. <laughs> You're up, Vince. All right. Um, plug yourself into episodes eight, nineteen. Look at you, dude. I told you, I, I researched it. the I shit it. out of this. Love it. Uh, eight, nineteen, and eight, thirty-three to talk about the books in the Death, Destruction, Vice, and Sleaze series by my breakout performer, Jake Kelly. Nice. I thought that might get your vote. Well, you know me. Yep. I guess I got to plug it in before you start making profanity in my That's little right. slot there. I already took care of it. <laughs> How dare you? Fast on the draw. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You typed as fast as I could paste. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Brian. Yeah, so... Jasper and Junie, super high on my short list, but had to give it to Zoe with the rest of the audience. I mean, yeah. Lonely at the center of the earth, absolutely mind blowing. She deserves it. There's a reason I didn't I didn't pick her for this. But yes, I yeah. certainly deserve it. 
yeah, that was uh, that was tough because she was um, massive contender for uh, for me. Um, but since I already mentioned this maxi series and I did love with with this this gal's art, um, Yasmin Putri from uh, Dark Knights of Steel. And a couple other things here and there from from the past couple of years, but uh, this is the, really the first year that, uh, that that I stood up and took notice. Right on. Next, we have favorite collected slash reprint comic, uh, fifty-two unique noms. Uh, number five, uh, sorry, third place with five percent of the votes. Uh, the Cancor complete collection part cover which is a beautiful collection uh parker martini edition last call with six percent in second place and in first place with eight percent of the votes uh recently talked about simpsons treehouse of horrors omnibus oh jason's jam yo look yo, at that yo that is his that if, if he didn't talk about it then it wouldn't have made it this list. Guaranteed. Right. Yeah. I didn't do a Vince of which episode, but I talked about it last episode. So. <laughs> Even though Vince said I would hate it. I love it. <laughs> Did you now? My brother. Um, mine is, uh, well, like some of the listeners. Uh, this was a toss-up. I know Jason was talking about uh, flipping a coin for a couple of his picks this year. Uh, this was very close. To that for me as well. Uh, I'm going with the Cancor Collected Edition. Hard nice, card. nice, nice. Can't argue with that. Um, and I am going with a book that Dap already gave love to in his favorite anthology. So uh, many times these books can fit into multiple categories. Uh, I also I'm going with Dynamite Diva, One Eyed Wild Ride for mine because it is a collection of all of Jasper's. Dynamite Diva work over the last bunch of years, most of which were in uh, mini comic form. So that's a great answer. Thank you. It is. Yes, uh, my answer. Uh, you can hear why I picked this in episode eight hundred twenty-eight. It's a book that is written and illustrated by the genius known as Simon Hanselman, published by Fantagraphics. It's Below Ambition, my favorite collected edition. Reprint. And comes with a flexi disc. And it does, and it's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm going to give you my picks next year, Vince, so you can put the episode numbers next to mine. Yeah, I, I, I would appreciate it. It's really not that hard to search. I it just took me like 10 minutes. I mean, it, you could have looked it, them it, off. I mean, right. I'm sorry. It took next year. Took ten, I, I will be. I would take on that responsibility because nice. it gives us an added air of authority. Like we know what the freak we're talking it. about. Right? Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. All right, my pick. So yeah, Kenor, that was fantastic. Simpsons, fantastic. But I had to go on brand. Uh, this book took years to come out, and it was awesome to get the collected edition. And that is the last Ronin. Woo-hoo! Yes. Oh, so good. That's a good one. Yeah. And that was. It was funny because I was. I, I was looking when I was looking up limited series, and I'm like, okay, well, what what are some of my favorites that I read last year? And I'm like. Wait, seriously? Like, The Collected came out in 2022 and we talked about yeah. the, the, the... I'm like, holy shit. Time flies. Yep. All right. It looks like I'm up next. 
favorite fantasy comic, 41 votes. Um, well, 41 this, different, different yeah. nominations. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just to make sure. Yeah. yeah, so third place with 5% is 8 billion genies. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, great pick. That's a super unique story. Uh, second place, 8% is Twig. Wow, and strong. First place with 16% of the votes is Once and Future. So I went with none of these. I love all of them, though. All fantastic picks. My, I had to go with Berserk. Um, Berserk. Oh, you're reading it. Berserk. It hits as soon as I get it. I read the entire giant volume. Uh, nothing makes me feel like I'm more in a death cult than walking around with that book. <laughs> yep. It's crazy looking, but it, it's fantasy at its like intenseness. So like, I love it. it I can't get enough. That's great. It, it's brutal AF. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's definitely a book like that gets so much love from Vince and you guys and, yeah. And Slack and I just have never read a single page of it. I just don't know anything about it. I mean, I know about it from Vince talking about it, but I don't. I don't have experience with it. Well, it is an investment, so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, I absolutely loved this book, and I had to find a place to put it. And uh, and and fantasy seems to um, be the best place for it for me. Um, Jason and I talked about it. It's actually a featured image for this particular episode as I was going through the past year. Um, It is Neil Gaiman and Colleen Doran. Oh, yes. Adapting Neil's short story, Chivalry. That's a great choice. Yeah, no, awesome. Uh, And I agree with Brian. Um, I loved all three of the audience's picks in that category, in this category. So I think the job well done there. Um, But uh, like Brian, I did not end up picking any of them myself. Uh, I went with uh, a book that Vince already given love to in his favorite import, and that is Curse of the Chosen by Alexis Deacon. Um, Vince implored us to read that after reading the first volume, and uh, and then uh, I believe both Dap and I read the first and second volume before yep. Vince read the second volume. Uh, I, I like to savor things. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Uh, and I thought it was fantastic a case of Vince doing us right as he often does not yep. the last time you're going to hear about this nope it's not because beep boop beep boop pop boop boop 8 11 <laughs> 8 13 I talked about curse of the chosen my favorite fantasy book yes we agree holy shit uh I will wow. say I will say something without uh a little bit of foreshadowing that it is not the last time we're going to agree Oh, oh, oh look at the oh shit okay oh, I'm I'm turgid nice. yeah I, I can smell it <laughs> now see for all the shit I I was you give me and I give you about this who's leading us off in favorite manga me because you love that's me that's right that's yes. right oh. favorite manga an impossible category yet we persevere with uh, 29 unique nominations in third place with seven percent of the vote black. Paradox. You know it's a damn strong year when Junji Ito comes in third place. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, In second, with 9%, is Chainsaw Man. And the listeners chose 12% 
of the listeners chose Dan Dan as their favorite manga. Now, i got to get to my list because I don't remember what I picked. Um, <laughs> sorry. My, uh, shit, where's my, my, my spreadsheet? Where did it go? Oof. Yeah, uh, I got it. Don't worry. Uh, favorite manga is, uh, if I, oh, here it is. My favorite, I'm sorry. My favorite manga for 2022 I talked about it in episode 777 and episode 810. It is written and illustrated by Q Hayashida, published by Seven Seas. It is Die Dark. Oh, yeah. Love it. By far my favorite manga. Awesome. Yep. I, I'm, yeah, I mean, I, it makes sense hearing you say it, but I, I wouldn't, like, if I was trying to fill out your ballots, I wouldn't have picked that. I would have thought you said Don to Don because you. You keep praise on that this year. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Respect. Respect. So there you go. And, who, and, get, and, and look who goes second in this category, too. See, I, I there's thought here, people. <laughs> Hold on. Let me go find my spreadsheet and figure out where I wrote this. <laughs> if only there was one spreadsheet that we could all look at at once online. <laughs> one spreadsheet to roll them all. Yeah, yeah, but then you, yeah. you're robbed of the, the excitement and the surprise. It's true. I'm enjoying you and Dap <laughs> unveiling them instead of just knowing what you Good, got. good. I'm glad. Yeah. yeah. I'll yeah. do this going forward. <laughs> so, yeah, all, all of these fantastic. Die Dark was second runner up for me, but I went with the okay. audience, Don to Don. It's so wild. Both yes. that and Die Dark fantastic they push manga to these limits that make it way more than anything else that i love it i love when my friends love manga (laughs) hi um see only we know that that's a dismissal right they think he's being magnanimous but he's just like ah wait a minute that's more manga this year than ever you did also one book would be more manga than ever (laughs) Oh, see, that's hurtful. See, now you get hurtful. You go from it being light fantasy to hurtfulness because I read a ridiculous amount of manga this year. Uh, I read like a hundred chapters of Dandadan for you in like in Chainsaw Man. Like, like who? I never did that before. Because you love me. That's, that's right. I know. Who said if I if I expire at a very old age, having been friends with you, that I will consider that a life well lived. Yep. Legit at dinner last week, my youngest was like. Uh, I don't even know how it came up, but he's like, so what happens like with all your comics and your art when if you die? I'm like, well, that's a bleak question, my te- my young <laughs> teenage son. I'm like, but uh, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, well, I got my booze. You know, Dap and Vince will help you, help you and mom, you know, For take real. care of business. I would help mm-hmm. that lady, yes. Okay, yeah. see. Yeah. No, I'm being serious. Why you got to think it's dirty? I would help her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then I would wait for a couple years and I would swoop in and take it. Take it all. More yeah. power to you, brother. I'll be dead. I'll be. I'll be. I'll be warm food. What do I care? Dude, she'll be taking care of me. Good lord. Nice. What'd you pick, Dad? Um, this was close. Um, actually, it, it started off being close, but then the more I thought about it, um, there, there, there was one. There's a manga that I really enjoy, and I, I was reading chapters today during lunch. But there was one that I just powered my way through because I could not get enough of it. Uh, and that's, and that's Chainsaw Man. I, I, it's, I, I've, I've just, it's one of those, I've latched onto it where I just, anything that triggers anything about it or makes me think of it, I go, I've gone down 
Chainsaw Man TikTok rabbit holes I've gone right. down. I've just I'm I just I can't I I yeah. I there's something about there's something about the manga that's fantastic. The anime's stunning and and it, it I actually sit through the, the, the there's a little there's a there's a video at the end of each episode with the credits and it's just extra animation and I just I I don't I can't stop and and I I I'm reading the latest chapter probably when we're done tonight and uh I'm I just yeah I I, I cannot stop nice they're not nice. a sponsor but um if you are not subscribed to the Shonen Jump uh, thing, yeah, you're really yeah. silly because it is a ridiculous embarrassment. It's, it's, it's an embarrassment value. of riches. They just At, raised the price fifty percent, and it's still a crazy value. It's, it's still it's still cheap. Yeah. And I just actually, and, and it, it, funny enough, um, because of when I started my subscription, I actually had to. It it, it, it expired on the. I got a notice from the website that it expired today, and then I just went to the app and just resubscribed through there, and it's, yeah. it's nice. easy peasy. Nice. Uh, and all kidding aside, um, you know I. And so I often say, like, oh, he doesn't listen to me. Oh, he's exhausting. But, uh, I don't, uh, number one, I don't moan like that, but whatever. Mm, uh-huh. yeah, no. But uh, but just improving <laughs> this year that I do listen to him, he has raved for years about the alt-manga anthology Garo. And <gasps> I read up. not one, but two Garo-based uh, collections oh, yes, this year. Yes, you, d- you did. The, the first being Boat Life, which we talked about on the show. I don't right. know if the episode handy. But uh, the, my pick for favorite manga of, of the year actually is a book I have yet to talk about. I would talk about it this week when we were doing the Classicers because I read it uh, uh, right before, uh, you know, a week or two ago. Um, but it is uh, it is Talk to My Back um, yeah. by, by Yamada Murasaki. Um, it, uh, it is a one-volume manga. I, I believe the majority of what's in the volume that I read was originally printed in Garo back yeah. in the 80s. Uh, it is, uh, you know, it is basically a, a collection. It's a, it's a, it's a woman uh, writing about basically being a, uh, a, a, a wife and mother, and uh, it's, it's effectively almost like a strip. Like it's, it's one, two, three page vignettes of her life. Much of it uh, sort of maudlin, and uh, I was blown away by it. And uh, so, yeah, that's my pick. Talk to my back. Good for you. Can't go wrong with Garol. Right on. Um, yep. All right, we're going to jump into the genre uh, stuff. And up first is favorite adventure comic. And admittedly, this is one that, like, it's adventure is pretty broad because lots of comics are adventuresome. So um, inherently, there's, uh, you know, there's there's lots of picks that, that like, you know, could, could certainly go in lots of, in multiple genres. It's just the way it is. Um, in third place, uh, there were 44 different uh, choices in this category. Uh, in third place with 6% of the vote is Adventure Man. Uh, in 8%, um, getting a second mention because it got 8% in the fantasy comic genre as well, is Twig, Scotty Too Hotty, uh, and, uh, and, um, and friends. And, and in first place with 9% of the vote and um, the beginning of an absolute deluge of this gentleman's uh, creation that we're going to hear tonight Nine uh, percent. The favorite adventure comic by the audience is "Do a Power Bomb," of course, written and drawn by good friend of the show, Mr. Daniel Warren Johnson. Um, so my uh, my choice here um, is uh, the book that uh, Brian uh, had never heard of when he was reading it off, and the audience picked it for another category, Olympia. Um, it is the uh, it is a it basically an amazingly drawn um, French uh, heist comic, um, and uh, I I adored it, and uh, yeah, so that was my choice. Excellent, yes, 
uh, plunge into the archives and select episode 829 because that is the episode in which I talk about Christopher Cantwell and uh, Herman Garcia and Mateus Lopez's book Briar, which came out of Boom, and that is my favorite adventure book, Briar. All right. Walk down the plank to no episode because you guys never talked about this book. It just came out in 2022. It is Bad Ideas Pirate Queen by Peter Milligan and Adam Polina. It uh, features Monday Ryan, a uh, soon-to-be mother who life is spared and becomes a pirate queen sailing the seas seeking vengeance. And I was gripped for all four uh, issues. Excellent. Um, can't speak, yeah, can't speak to it because don't... Uh, don't right. Bad ideas. There's <laughs> yeah. a, reason why, a reason why I can't listen to it on the episode. It's a good name. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's been discussed. It'll be discussed. I'm not going to belabor the point here, but uh, I'm, I'm going with the suspense more than horror because... We, as um, no, uh, adventure, adventure. Oh shit! I'm sorry. Yeah, the, my bad. My adventure book I already discussed because I talked about the uh, some of the creators involved. It's uh, Dark Knights of Steel. Ah, uh, we'll jump to category there, dog. I did, I did, because I had the books in my hand, and I'm like, holy crap! I, I have to get ready for this. Um, so wow. now we are talking about your favorite suspense slash horror book. Um, thirty-six percent of uh, unique thirty-six thirty-six unique nominees. Yes, thank you. Uh, that six percent of the vote. What's it happening? Is, well, it's, it's yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is, and we're not even halfway done. Six um, percent, third place, the Night Eaters. Oh, nice. Ten percent of the votes for second place. I'm a little surprised. Uh, maybe I shouldn't though, because of the first nah. place is uh, something is killing the children. Yeah, that seems right. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, well, considering you're number one with seventeen percent of the votes, that's one of the um, yeah, that's 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 a good percentage for some of the things we've been getting so far. Is the nice house on the lake, and that was talked about a lot on the Slack, so I am not surprised about that, yeah. about that hitting number one. Yeah. Your point uh, about the um, about it being seventeen percent being one, like that's actually a point I wanted to mention, like. Uh, if you look at the voting dispersion, usually like there's a, there's at least a handful of categories where there's like a massive winner, you know, like 30, 40, 50 percent of the vote mm-hmm. uh, this year. Just and maybe it was just that kind of year. There just wasn't that that other than um, a category we'll get to later. Uh, favorite publisher. There was just really no like no plurality. You know, there was no like majority this year. There, there was no so book that, like Yeah. I mean, like I said, there is one book and creator who dominated in terms of sheer number of categories where they they got the love but 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 in terms of like percentage i don't think we had i'm just scanning like yeah we didn't really have many things even over that 20 percent mark i mean friday was one we had uh a few others but but that, generally speaking that this was a fucking much more image dispersed. thing got 18 yeah yeah it was a much more dispersed uh vote instead of votes this year <sighs> it's, ins- it's insane that that got 18 percent i'm sorry i try not to think about it it's, uh it's like so what my, they needed my, toilet paper pick that's what they did for this for this uh <laughs> This category, uh, as I alluded to, I, I lean more towards suspense than horror because I really don't um, uh, groove to a lot of horror stuff. Although a lot of the stuff on the Shonen Jump app tends to lean that way, so that might change next year. I would call um, Chainsaw Man horror. 
Say again? I would call Chainsaw Man horror. Yeah, I, I, you know what? It's weird. I, I guess I would. I tend to think day to day, I'd lean that towards more. But no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Chainsaws and body devils. horror. Yeah. Yep. Body horror, at least. But um, for my suspense pick this year, uh, as I said, it's been talked about before. It will continue to be talked about tonight, I'm sure. It's uh, Curse of the Chosen. Because once. Woot. Once the oak like sets that curse out, I'm just every page. I'm like, holy! I'm worried about. I'm worried about almost every character in this story. I just I don't know what the hell's going to happen to it's, them. I'm at the edge of my seat. It's it freaks me out, man. And 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 Deacon just is a master with this story. It's fantastic. It's the book that keeps on giving, right? It really it is. does. It it's does. amazing. It is a great. It is a great book. Um, um, wait, is it you I'm or me? Next. Yeah, it's me. Oh, dog. sorry. I was Father. I was Father David. Um, okay, so uh, I went with the yeah, I went with the audience with the chalk. Uh, the Nice House on the Lake was definitely the best horror book I read. My favorite horror book that this year for sure. Uh, Twelve issues, tight and right, fantastic in and out. Tynan is uh, he's on a heater, man. The last few years he's on a heater. He's especially in the horror category, so it's no surprise that he was uh, he had the first and the second of the audience's choices. And uh, shout out to Al- Alvaro Martinez Bueno who who does the art in Nice House and uh, is. Yeah. I will, I will, I will, I will say, it was almost my pick for favorite artist. Never didn't end up getting the nod, but was almost my pick. Wow. Well, he's very strong. It's it's a beautiful book. It really is. Got a chance to meet him at New York Comic Con as well. Uh, okay. Lovely gentleman. Beautiful wife as well. Hold on. Uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Press play on episode eight ten to hear oh to hear me talk what, what, about what's the timestamp. Oh, I don't get that stuff. Oh, no. okay. Hear me talk about uh, Junji Ito. Obviously, uh, I went with the Liminal Zone as my favorite horror book. Just slightly edging out the other thing that he did this year, um, the Black Paradox. Black Paradox. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it, the man had two phenomenal books in one year, and I went with the uh, the I think the creepier of the two. So Liminal Zone. Okay. Yeah. I'll paste awesome. it in for Gotta you. Gotta love see. the Ito. Gotta. And I went with um, what everybody else picked, Nice House on the Lake. I went into that book not knowing what it was about, and every issue, just crazier and crazier. Loved it. Yeah, awesome hook, too. Awesome twist at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta get on that. Oh, you'd love it. Yeah, no. I'm sure I would. as a horror fan. Yep. All right, bro. Roll it back there, brother. All right. So this... This this marks the halfway point. This category, so... What? Fake. Favorite inker or <laughs> it's like what? what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> it's all good. Mm-hmm. Favorite inker, pencil or inker, and so this category is a little. I don't know. I, I feel like inker is somebody I need to pay attention to more. But uh, so here, here's what we got from the audience: six percent, Bruno Redondo. Um, I get. I he is awesome. Um, and I believe you know all digital, so that, that's always like an interesting. I think my brain can't wrap it its head around that for inking, but I'm with I, you. I'm actually with yeah. you. Like I love Bruno <laughs> Redondo, and he was my pick for favorite artist last year. Um, but I'm I'm with you. I I don't like yeah. I, I probably unfairly I I consider if like you're digitally inking yourself. I'm not sure that's inking, but but yeah, I'm I'm with you. But yeah, I, I I'm in the wrong. I'm on, I'm in the wrong, but. Uh, Sean Phillips with seven percent of the vote. 
big Daniel themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And Daniel Warren Johnson with 12%. Uh, he's fantastic. Uh, love the dude. Um, I, I need to redo a power bomb. It's, it's on my list. I went with somebody that, uh, I see their inks all the time. And it is JP Mayer who traditionally inks Ryan Stegman. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's been working on, uh, vanish this year. And, uh, he does super super dark inks, so I I love that they work so well together and are a kind of a powerhouse team. Yeah, Dap, did you die a little bit inside seeing that every uh, winner uh, is is someone who just inks their own pencils? Did you <laughs> did you hate that? Uh, the 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 scat has been kind of calloused over over the years. Got it. Um, it's, it's been a trend. It really has. It really is. It is true, but most of the time that yeah. is the case. Yeah. Because even even when I think about, I mean, you know, Mark Boudings himself, um, yeah. you know, Danning, Dan Mora, DWG. I mean, everybody yeah. that we enjoy. So it's not. It's it's very hard for me to you know unless I like dig up some old Adventures Superman. I'm like, oh, Tom Grummet and 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 Doug Hazelwood. You know, I can't. There isn't. It, it it's just the way things are. And, yeah. And true. and whether it's. You know, a lot of it is with finances because yep. artists realize, hey, I can get paid for penciling and inking, and it saves time. They can kind of just cut to the inking stage, whether they're digital or not. So, it, I guess it the, is, the only thing I will say for me, like, because this does this has kind of evolved into a secondary favorite artist, like a chance for people to put another artist in. Um, yep. But I will say that, like, I, I, I at least when I'm thinking, I do try and think of someone who who I think their inking stands out, like it is a major point to their art right yeah. like it's not and yeah. and uh and that's where i like sometimes i see some of the votes and i'm like ah i'm like like i don't know if the inking is what makes them remarkable or worthy but 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 i that, that i guess that's where that's how i try and justify it but yeah uh, but yeah but but i'm with you like i mean it's it's it is each year getting tougher and tougher to to come up with someone who's a quote unquote traditional inker. And so a credit to Brian for coming. Absolutely. Up with 100%. Yeah, yeah. That's my boo. Cause he's, I mean, he's, it's, I mean, even, even Stuart Eminem, it's like, you know, you used to see him and Wade Van Grubbedge are like hand in hand. And even lately, Stuart's kind of just been inking himself. So even fucking Alan it, Davis with Avengers. Uh, oh, it's he, not even binary. He, I didn't he, he inked himself. I was like, Holy, Holy shit. shit. I'm like, that's, poor that's crazy. Like, can our can our brother get some work over here? I mean, wow, poor Neri, poor farmer. Damn. Yeah, I'm saying. Uh, I mean, in years past, I've went with Chris Somney because I just I love his inking. Um, but but this year, I'm going with someone who does take care of it himself, and and that's Greg Smallwood. I I, I love the work he's doing on Human Target. I, I it, it's the Human Target is that character, and and I just I like the look. But I mean, the fact that he's also doing the Giffen de Mateus era Justice League um, in that style. I just, it, it's, it's a very comfortable book. It's just, it's, it's, it's a period piece. It's of an era and, and Greg's work just is extremely fitting for, for the story Tom's telling with these characters. And, and, mm-hmm. uh, and I really, I mean, we've liked Greg's work for years. I mean, ever since we met him in Chicago and he gifted us those little pieces, it's, it's, it's great seeing yeah. his, his, him branching out he did that Electra story in in the anthology that that apparently marvel tweaked that he wasn't happy with and it, so it's i'm I, i'm glad he's getting he's getting some more work done with uh with especially after the whole um the veronica tale that he and his wife were doing it just it, it, he kind of was quiet for a while but he's I, I i like seeing his name and i love seeing his work yeah 
Yeah, no doubt. That's great. Um, I I went with Sean Phillips, and in a way, this kind of felt like uh, for me giving like when uh, when 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 Pacino like won the Oscar for like Scent of a Woman. Like it's it's it, like I, as I was trying to fill up my ballot, I really tried hard this year to um, to to not have any duplicates. Which some years I just don't I just don't care about. Like I'll just you know if but but this year I really tried to 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 make sure that there were no duplicates and and I just you. We've talked about Sean Phillips' greatness for so many years, and I just uh, I, I rarely end up like picking him as my 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 favorite artist, and uh, and it's not because he's not amazing and worthy of that. So it just it I, I went with him in this category this year, um, just almost like in recognition of like how great he's been for the last bunch of years, nice. as well as the fact that he put out two reckless books. I mean, it's not like he not like the dude didn't put in work this year. That is true. Nice. <laughs> That's me tuning into episode oh, 806. Wow, sound effects even. <laughs> yes, eight, 806 and 827 to talk about this man's work. I think he is a unique uh, voice in the comic landscape. Uh, his reality is one in which I would love to reside. I would give him a lung or a testicle or, or um, a kidney. Matthew Allison. There you go. Yeah, he great pick. Yep. I have a Matthew Allison framed. It is like the first thing I see every day when I wake up. He's so beautiful. I, I love his work. Yeah. Um is it, oh look at this. Favorite science fiction comic. And I am up. There were thirty nine different or unique, I should say, nominations for this. Uh, the listeners, uh, 6% of them anyway, in third, uh, we have Cosmic Detective, which seems like it should be a little higher, but okay. Um, in second place, with 7% of the vote, it's time before time. Declan. Yes. Wow. Talk about it. Look at mm-hmm. this. A whopping 23%. Yep. Of the voters went with Saga mm-hmm. as their first place. I didn't go with any of those. My favorite science fiction comic. Um, let me get my thing up here. I'm not uh, used to working with this spreadsheet stuff. But that's okay. Uh, my favorite science fiction book was talked about twice in the past year. Probably more. <laughs> Uh, episode 791 and episode 813, written and illustrated by Yukinobu Tatsu. It is Dandadan. Nice. See, I told you it was coming up. You did. Yeah, you it, did. Is, it definitely fits the science fiction uh, it does, genre. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no argument, yeah. Fits a lot of genres. It is. It's, it it's a mishmash. Yeah. But that's good. I, I like the... The, the minister short skirt genre yeah yeah oh, S- exactly. saga does it as well it's not fan, only the fan, short skirt genre it's it's the leg warmers it's those damn leg it's the, warmers it's, it's and it's the grandmother dude no it's it's a fantastic yeah, I, yeah. yeah I, I was i like i said i was reading some more chapters this afternoon and i just i couldn't stop and you completely got that over onto the manga tip this year I know, yeah. right? Twenty twenty two is the well year more so had. than yeah i mean because i mean i well, yeah, yes he yes, is absolutely. more pliable than yourself he is. Ch- Ch- Chainsaw Man and yeah. Hot Grandmas. Yeah. Hot mm-hmm. Grandmas, yeah. Hot Grandmas, yeah. leg warmers, yeah. 
mm-hmm. kids with no balls. I, I think it's a it's an ability to to embrace the the sensible stuff, right? The stuff that really really resonates. It's, yeah. <laughs> Let's just move on. Move on. Who's next? All right, I am up next. I picked something that probably nobody picked, but that's okay. And that is weird to say, Marvel's Predator. It's on brand. It's on brand for those who don't know brand. This is yes. Wow. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. There, there was. They could have flopped this so hard, but they introduced a. <laughs> they introduced a new character, and she's a badass. And uh, I don't think I've seen so many decapitations in a Marvel book. So uh, that the, Ed Brisson and Kev Walker, they did justice to Predator and they expanded the universe. So I'm oh. I'm hyped for more Predator at Marvel. Kev Walker's That's, great. Yeah, really I read is. the first issue and I thought Brian's gonna love this. FYI, yeah. I, I didn't even know Marvel was doing a Predator book. So oh yeah, they, they got Alien books. They got yeah, well I know they got after, the Alien. Yeah, a couple months they, after Alien came out, they announced. You know, it. How about that? Yeah, mm-hmm. you get Predators fighting immediately. Reminds me, I still have to watch Prey. Oh, Prey's a lot of fun, yeah. Good, yeah. good. Yeah. Um, mine was, uh, was a pretty easy pick for me. Uh, it's a super faithful adaptation to the uh, to the television show. Um, it's uh, it's Star Trek Lower Decks. It, it's it's one of the funnest books I read this year. Reads just like I'm. I'm just it. It's not quite storyboards, but it just absolutely feels like I'm reading an episode I could watch on TV. It's it's a lot of fun. The folks behind it um, know the source material, and um, and I'm I'm glad IDW decided to uh, of all the Star Trek books that they're going to do that uh, this this property. Nice, nice. Well, my pick here is one that uh, is probably a very easy. You most of you would have guessed given. Um, given the, 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 the creators involved. Uh, my favorite science fiction book of the year was Cosmic Detective. You've got Jeff Lemire, Matt Kent, and David Rubin. Uh, you know, I, I, they could all run... They, I thought those three dudes run a train on me if they wanted to. Uh, love them to death. So the three of them working on a book together uh, was magic. And I will say, uh, for a lot of people, they didn't have access to this book because it was a Kickstarter. Uh, but uh, it will be getting published by Image Comics this year. Uh, so a lot more people will see it in 2023. I would run between you and the train. Wow. Damn. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I'd stop Uh-oh. it, too. Uh, okay. Um, in keeping with the genre, we're going to go to favorite crime mystery comic. Um, a relatively small number, uh, 27 different uh, books got at least a vote in this one. Um, number th- in third place with 7% of the vote, uh, I believe last year's winner, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the Department of Truth. In second place with a pretty robust 16% for second place. Uh, yeah, I think it, it is the highest percentage for any second place ca- in the categories. Uh, is Reckless the Ghost in You? And... Uh, as in in keeping uh, with uh, the way these things seem to go when these gentlemen make books, in first place uh, with 25% of the vote is Reckless Follow Me Down. So uh, Bru- the team of Brubaker and Phillips took 
this category with a, a pretty convincing 41% of votes if you count the two reckless books together. So, And I will say, I loved a lot of you, but a lot of you just wrote reckless in your ballots. <laughs> so people are wondering like what I do in that case. Like I gave each of the two books a half a vote. So like in that case, because I have no idea which reckless book you were talking about. Exactly. So, they did. I'm and... you meant, or I, I'm assuming most of you meant both of them. Right. So I gave them each a half vote. They and, did. Uh, and it, mm-hmm. they were. What's they, Yes, that's right. Uh, and I went um, with um, not none of those. Uh, this is the last time I can ever vote for this book. And uh, I, how could I not? And that is Deadly Class. Yeah, you're justified. Which, uh, yeah, which ended uh, this this year, but uh, I loved it. So nice. Get your kicks on episode seven hundred ninety six. <laughs> oh my! <goodness. laughs> because it's this is not getting old. It's Brubaker <laughs> and Phillips and Phillips from Image Comics. It is the clear superior. Which one did you go with? Uh, the Ghost in You. Come on. Interesting. Okay, it's so. the it's it's the best one. It's the best of the two, or the better of the two. Yes. Yeah. You're going to focus on Anna with horror hosts? And what? Yes. Yeah, the horror host got you over, yeah. No, that's not. I I like Anna better than Ethan. There you go. Yep. All right. I was going to pick Fantastic Four number one because that book was a crime. Uh, <laughs> yeah, nice. All right. <laughs> you are hereby indoctrinated into the EOC <laughs> Hall of Fame. Very nice. The clock's spilling <laughs> tea over here. That was beautiful. <laughs> I instead went with the listener's third pick, Department of Truth. I love that book. Every time I get a new volume, I reread all of it, uh, and it I go down so many rabbit holes uh, reading Wikipedia about everything they talk about. It, it's fantastic. I he have Vince's favorite book if he read it. I have yeah, the yeah. collected. It really would be. Stop! But, but, stop! But. I have the collected ahead, edition ordered this month. That's right. All right. That's right. There you go. Nice. Um, yeah, no, I. It, it, there was really, there was truly only, um, only one choice uh, for me this year. And uh, even though, even though they tried to uh, outdo it with the second book that came out this year, uh, they couldn't beat the Ghost in You. Reckless, the Ghost in You. My man is my favorite. Uh, crime slash mystery book of 2022 it's just it's so good it really i mean the fact that yeah it's it's an it's an anna story and yes. it's just it I, and and but but then they also wove it between you know with with, right. with they mentioned what ethan's doing and then follow-up book we got what ethan it's just but it, it's like it's the time trapper in the pocket her. universe right it's like this yeah. little bubble that that happens when something else is going on and, but but i'm so but but i mean at least with ethan you know okay whatever it, it's karma. If you know, you hope he makes it through. But if he gets his ass kicked or whatever, that's that's just that, that's it. I don't want anything to happen to Anna. And no, Brubaker's going to get a knock Anna. on his door if anything happens to her. And I'm and just saying. Just, and 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 it's it just I don't, I right. I'm I'm protective. I'm like the old. I just so yeah. But it was just just seeing her in the spotlight. It was fantastic. I I'm, I'm glad we got the books we got, and we had to wait for that. It was worth it. Yep. And I just it was a favorite of the year. Yes, keep going. I will keep going because we have our favorite OGN. Uh, yes, not your reprints, not your collected editions. This is 
designed in this format with 35 unique nominees. 10% is reckless. The ghost in you, Echo. We have 14% in second place. It's Lonely, the center of the earth. Interesting. Yeah. 16% with first place. And I am glad to see it here. Um, It was close to being my pick. Uh, It is fantastic for Full Circle. By Alex Ross and uh, and and Jeff, or uh, by Alex Ross and um, I, this year I considered it. Yeah, I mean it. It was it. It it's was a valiant effort, and it was beautiful. Right. It, I thought it was. It, it's it's well worth your attention. But continue, 100%. yes. Uh, but mine was one of the books that I was. Uh, it was it was a book I was waiting for as soon as I knew it was coming. Um, this creator is an absolute hands down favorite, and um, at anything they do, I am there for. I cannot wait for the follow up to uh, What If We Were, which is coming out soon. But it is Excel Noir's Secret Passages, hundred percent. One oh. of um, it. It was it was just it was a fantastic story just the fact that it was an original graphic novel is one thing but i mean just they, they put themselves out there and and it's it's a um it's it's a joy i i absolutely love this thing and and i have a feeling i'll be pulling it off the shelf and, and revisiting it uh very soon we'd love to see it nice yeah um this is always like an absolute excruciating category for me like i mean as we <laughs> said especially for you at the end of the year with all those lists you got to fill out no, I know, but I mean, like, but I mean, honestly, like, because I, you know, we talked about I kept a journal this year. Like, the majority of the stuff that that I that was my favorite of the year, just in general, were were graphic, you know, original graphic novels, and so, uh, yeah, it's it's just a slog. But um, but I ultimately went with Ducks Two Years in the Oil Sands by Kate Beaton. Um, you know, this book is uh is is getting its flowers. Uh, so I I, I don't I don't know that I need to sell you on it. It's 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 you know it's just the book of the of the year, so to speak, in terms of like the industry, much like uh like Monsters was last year. Um, and and well deserved. I, I really wasn't that familiar with Kate's work because I didn't read Hark of Agrin. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, but I just was blown away. And and as I talked about on the show, like I. I, I was a longtime investor in Syncrude, which is one of the big oil sands companies, and and so I, I was very familiar with the harsh conditions and the craziness that goes on there, and uh, and so I just thought it was really fascinating to think about a young petite artistic woman being thrust into that world for economic reasons, and uh, and I just think that uh, all the accolades she's getting are like massively well deserved, and um, if you love comics, this is a book that you need to read. It's 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 exemplary stuff. So nice. Well, I, I'm going to approach this with a little bit of uh, sober, level-headed appraisal because it, listen to episode 825 and 828 because in my estimation, there's one clear winner for this and it is It's Lonely at the Center of the Earth, written and illustrated by Zoe Thorogood, published by Image, Image Comics. Yeah, I can hear any argument from me on that. No, seriously, yep. not. Yeah, solid pick. Yeah, nothing came close to that this year. I went with a book that I that came out in the middle of the year, but I didn't read it t- towards the end, and that is the High Desert Black Punk Nowhere by James Spooner. Um, mm. It's a memoir about 
uh, identity and racism and sort of he's similar age to me and grew up listening to the same kind of punk music. So it was fantastic to see the lyrics and name all the songs and just see that world. So it was a very special kind of book to me. Yeah, that's a great pick. I mean, I, I legit had never heard of this book until I saw you voted for it. So um, I got to check it out. All right. And I guess that leads me up to the next category, favorite limited series. Uh, 44 unique votes. Third place with 7% of the votes is Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. Second place with 8% of the votes, Catwoman Only City. And in first place with 16% of the votes, Mr. DWJ Do a Power Bomb. Ah, nice. Uh, all all great picks. Do a power bomb, as I mentioned. I am slacking on that, and I still need to uh, pick it up and read it. But I went with Ghost Cage by Nick Dragata. That book uh, it was just it felt like a crazy manga to me. Like that dude loves manga, and he wanted to make a manga, and he made one, and I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it, I read a few limited series this year, and I, I enjoyed all of them to some degree. Uh, but one that really stood out was actually kicked off our um, one of our uh, not the single shuffle, but one of the other gimmicks we tried, and and, and we'll bring back this year um, where we all picked an issue, and um, it's I hate this place slash. Fuck this place. I, what um, what Starks and uh, Toplin and and Flower John Colors they Gabby and Trudy are just in a really crappy situation trying to make the best of it. I I didn't know where the miniseries was going to go when we read the first issue, and I appreciated how uh, where the story took me, and uh, and I'm really looking forward to the follow up that we're getting the next five issues. I think starting soon. I think they're in starting in this month's previous, but um, I, we're going to find out more about Trudy's past and her upbringing and kind of what made her the person she is. And, uh, and, and I think, you know, we all enjoy, I, I know Jason enjoys Stark's work and, and, um, Oh yeah, for sure. The, the, the art, the art by Artem Toplin is, is, it wasn't something that I was drawn to, but considering the subject matter, I, I think it's pretty fitting. But yeah, I hate this place was definitely a um, a high mark for me with the uh, with the limited series that I did read in twenty twenty two. Mm hmm. Yeah. No. Much love there. Um, this uh, my, my choice here was a late entrant. Um, I and I was uh, completely blown away uh, by the art in a way that uh, like. Vince accused me sometimes of reading too fast, and he's right. Like I do read fast a lot of times, but like this book, I sat and looked at each page of the art like for a long time. Each page, I was like, Jesus Christ! Like, and actually, was I was actually angry. I was angry. I was angry. Jesus Christ! The book that the book was put out in a in a trade paperback form. I I I do not understand how this wasn't an oversized hardcover, and like that is absurd to me. Um, but, uh, yeah, my, my pick was step by bloody step, 
by uh, I mean written by Cy Spurrier, which I guess really more, means more plotting in this because effectively it's a, it's a it is a uh, wordless issue. I know Vince is cringing because he says there are alien like it's not there words. are alien dialogue. Yeah. It's not wordless, but theoretically there's no there's no English words in the book, uh, and and it is drawn just at a, at an absolute gobsmacking level by by Matthias Bergara. Yep. Uh, the same team that, that did Coda, you know, which which we talked about uh, when it came out. But uh, I just I just thought this was just awesome. And and you know, it's it with the with the limited series, like I, you know, Daps. We always bust on Daps for putting for putting like a lot of extra rules in place for when he votes for things. Like and and with limited series for, <laughs> for some when he reason, picks I'm up a pencil, like, there's well, extra always, rules. Yeah, I'm always thinking like Gosh. four or six issues. <laughs> Even though, like, there's a lot of it, stuff that's 12 issue max series that would count. So for me, like, I try and pick a book in this category that's four or five, six issues, um, and and step up, but but he step fits into that. And I just, I, I honestly, I, I, I cannot get the art out of my mind, and I'm yeah. super duper salty that I hadn't read this when it came out, so that I could have been in on the the art sale through Felix because uh, obviously those pages went quick and they're long gone. So I'm in tandem with Jan Bergara. Oh, sure. God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's gorgeous. Um, eight oh five and eight twenty five will embellish uh, why I went with this miniseries. Uh, not only myself, some of my uh, wonderful co-hosts talked about this book as well. Written by Sean Lewis and illustrated by the awesome Hayden Sherman from Image. It's above snakes. Nice. Yeah. That was that was a contender. It was on the list. It's a good one. It is a very good one. Yeah. Um, what do we got? Oh, look at me. Wow. Favorite new comic of 2022. Jeebus. There is 48 unique nominations for this. That's expected. That's a pretty high number. In uh, third place. Wow. With 7% of the vote. 8 billion genies. The uh, destroyer of the convention flow everywhere. Uh, in uh, second place. <laughs> With 9% of the votes, it uh, do a powerbomb. Daniel Warren Johnson. And in first place, with 11% of the votes, it is Batman Superman World's Finest. That's uh, your pick, too, right? Hell no. That's that's Dan Mora and um, Mark Wade. Wade. Wade, Right. But my pick, episode 824. Written by Joshua Williamson, illustrated by Andre Bresson and Adriano Lucas. It's the team that did Birthright. From Image Comics, my uh, favorite new comic of 2022 is Dark Ride. I knew it. I love it. Love it so much. Yep. If you, you know, you got the whole circus sideshow aesthetic with the, you know, there, there's horror mascots in it and a, a mystery and a, a a genius that has been manipulated by evil. Like, come on. I'm so in. It's ridiculous. And it's it's gorgeous to look at, too. So. That little devil mascot is fantastic. I want, I want physical representation of mm-hmm. those characters. I want vinyls. Give them to me. All right. All right. I, I did love Dark Ride, but I went with uh, the audience here, Batman Superman World's Finest. Um, it just feels classic and new at the same time. I have to applaud both Mark Wade and Dan Mora for pulling that kind of vibe off, and I enjoy every issue of it. Nice. 
hundred percent, my dude. Um, there's no other. Really, for me, it was the the um, the, the the one new ongoing. Oh, also, it's because it's an ongoing uh, for the most part. It at least feels that way for now. But it is. It's it's. I mean, you're you're getting you're getting Wade who loves the history of these characters, and uh, especially when when you get that last page reveal number ten, it's like holy shit. But it it's leading up to it. But Moore's work is fantastic on the book. But I just, I mean. I'm a mark for world. You put world's finest in a, on on the title and on a cover, and and I'm going to check you out regardless. But right, so. the creative team involved in this, the fact that it's 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 like that old school Superman. It's it's back when you know Batman wasn't trying to you know figure out everybody's weaknesses and and it, 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 just the whole Robin and Supergirl dynamic inside it it's it's a lot of fun that's the thing it's it's fun it, it's it's almost like a palate cleanser compared to anything else you might be reading on on the stands today but it is it is one of my favorite books i'm so glad um they're letting mark have fun with this and uh and and, and again and, and it looks fantastic but like the listeners like like brian batman superman world's finest is my favorite new book of the year fist bump boom boom <laughs> There we go. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, this one was uh, something we all loved about. And to pull events back in episode 804, <laughs> we all <laughs> raved about this. And, love it, uh, love it, love yes, it. Yes, this is uh, – this came out in graphic novel form, but um, but it, 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 I, I, it was my choice because we're getting more volumes of it. So it, it, it yeah. wasn't one and done. Uh, and that is um, is Clementine, Volume One. Um, oh, nice. You know the idea of sticking Tilly Walden, you know this amazing wonderkind, uh, you know, woman who writes basically slice of life lesbian stories in a like perfect way, and putting her in charge of a of a series of of Walking Dead graphic novels sounds like an absolute disaster. And yet, it was a stroke of genius, and yeah. uh, and, and and we all loved it, and uh, and I'm sure we're going to love the subsequent volumes. Yes. And all right, so uh, and then I am carrying the torch into the last of our genre categories, um, still probably the most popular genre among comics readers, and that is favorite superhero comic. I will say collectively, this is a category that uh, that we we three read much less of. Uh, as a percent of our reading than we did back in the days when we started this podcast, but that's okay. We still read a lot of superhero comics. I mean, it's hard to avoid the genre. It's what got us all into the to the hobby for the most part. Um, the, it's interesting to me there were only 28 uh, different books mentioned uh, this year in, in this category, which struck me as odd. Um, with 9% of the vote, Catwoman Lonely City in third place. Uh, the audience's second choice with 11% of the vote was Immortal X-Men. And I have to admit, I am quite surprised with 18% of the vote and the winning choice among the audience is Nightwing. And I'm surprised because like I, that was, this was my, Nightwing was my pick last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm surprised that that momentum like carried forward to a second year where the audience, like it was their top book. Uh, no shade at all. I still love the book. But I, I was a little surprised that it, that, that, that it, uh, it stayed up there. Um, so uh, I went with uh, the audience's number two pick, Immortal X-Men. You all know me, you know that uh, in the superhero world, I am most happy when Avengers and X-Men are good. 
and uh, I was half happy this uh, last few years. Um, but no, Immortal X Men is uh, easily my favorite superhero comic of, uh, of of this year. I just it was a joy to read from for every issue was a joy to read, and uh, and Kieran Kieran Gillen and the artist teams of Michele Bandini and Lucas Warneck uh, just crushed it. Um, so as, as good as good as an X Men comic can get, in my opinion. Yes, I I agree with you, but. Nice. Um, in in my estimation, there was better, and um, okay. Well, this is the obvious choice. You know, I'm going to say this. Uh, I don't have an episode number because Dap and I talk about this book all the time. Uh, Sophie Campbell, Tom Waltz, Kevin Eastman, a bunch of talented illustrators. My favorite superhero book is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What up? Yep. <laughs> I mean, really, is that a surprise? <laughs> it no. is not. No. It's so good. It is really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, my pick is kind of interesting. This is the Shocking book I read. Shocking Turtles, by the way. <laughs> right. Yeah. Turtles, I always, I don't know, their superhero-ness, I sometimes, I don't know. It It could fit in there, but uh, we'll, we'll talk Turtles later. Um, <laughs> it's right. It could. <laughs> but, it, but I don't see it doing it. <laughs> So I this is a book I read early in the year, and for some reason I thought a lot about all year long. And it is Iron Fist, written by Alyssa Wong and drawn by Michael uh, YG. I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, the reason I thought about it was, so if you're not familiar, I don't think hardly anybody read it, but the Swordmaster, a.k.a. Lin Lei, uh, has become Iron Fist. And what this book did was open my eyes up to all of these new uh, characters from Marvel uh, taking part in Asia. And it like gave me that love back of superhero comics where I'm like, I don't know who this is. I'm going to read this. I'm going to read this. I'm going to read this. I was like reading uh, White Fox and Luna and Agents of Atlas. It just like opened that world up to me. And I thought it was a blast. Also, Alyssa Wong is new to me they are writing uh deadpool now and dr afra and i think they are a an excellent writer and i can't wait to see more from them cool some yeah very cool um i'm i'm doing a repeat only because of the sheer amount of superheroes that were in the first arc with with doom patrol and then various appearances by the justice league there was one that was going to be my pick, but uh, the more I thought about it, the more I just said that I had to go again with Batman Superman World's Finest. No sense in repeating everything I already said. It is what it is. <laughs> right on. All right. By the way, before you go, uh, I will say that we've got uh, one, two, three. We've got seven categories left, and these are the... These are the 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 the, the big timers, you know. The, yeah, the, the big ones. Of the, cat, the categories to rule them all. Um, you know, no more, no more slicing and dicing. These are like these are top level here. That's right. You got to mean it now. This is uh, starting with favorite ongoing series uh, with forty unique noms. Seven uh, percent in third place is Immortal X Men. Second place, nine percent Saga. <laughs> You heard? My God. <laughs> 21% of the votes went to this in first place. 
it is Nightwing. Wow. Res- much respect. Yeah. I will say, you know, I like good or for bad, like are, the people that voted this year, like a lot of years, if you look at the, the listener votes, it's clearly driven by like what we love and talk about. Mm-hmm. But this year, I don't think as much no. it is, which is good. That's well, you're, good. I think you're the only one that ever talked about Nightwing. At all. And I really didn't talk about it yeah. much this past year. I mean, right. like I said, for me, it was like 2021 was the year because I was not that familiar with the, cat- with the, with the character. And, and I just was was really, really impressed with it. And I like I said, I, I love the book this year, too. But I, I yeah, you're right. I don't, I don't know that we mentioned it except for in passing all right. in all of, all of 2022. So, Well, you do love Dick. Oh, yes. of course. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't? Sorry. Of course. Uh, well, mine was none of those, although this book was mentioned earlier in the evening uh it's one of the only ongoings that uh i'm still getting aside from turtles uh and anything that i would consider an ongoing before dc decides to cancel it it's uh department of truth nice yeah yes sir (laughs) can't wait for this crawl out of his ass will you my god (laughs) oh my god Oh, meanwhile, he done. tells you he tells you an episode number, and you like you instant chub. So just yeah, right. just no, just settle. Sure. Um, well, chub. that's a that is a that is a, a valiant pick. Uh, I did not opt to go that way. Um, but we're keeping me, it in the family. Still, the same yeah, part. no, for sure. For for me, this is one of those books. There, you know, there was in the past we had like Fables or Walking Dead, where it was always so good and everybody read it, but because. Like, it just was a thing that everybody already read. Nobody ever talked about it. It almost seemed like it wasn't as good as it should be because it just didn't get the buzz. But for me, this was, this was Saga. I mean, this is the book. This is the, There is not an issue. Every time I pick up an issue and read it, I'm like, God damn. Like, this, like, there's a reason why this is the book that every comic book retailer begs to have hit the stands and makes them all their money because it is perfect comics. And uh, I just gobsmacked they continue to put out a book of this quality each and every month and i just think again like no one talks about it anymore because it's like we're numb to it and uh but for me it's still easily one of the best books i get to read uh on a regular basis yep uh bring that beat back because in this instance i do not mind repeating myself my favorite ongoing series is teenage mutant ninja turtles nice I got I got to be me. Yes, you do. Yeah, I would expect nothing less. <laughs> I went with Saga as well. I read me. every single issue uh, from the start at the beginning of the year, getting prepped for the return, and it did not let me down. And I'm stoked for whenever the heck it's coming back. All right, I'm up next for favorite artist. Woo. Big, big category right here. 45 unique nominations. Uh, third place with 7%, Dan Mora. Ooh. S- second place, a name you've heard 7,000 times tonight. Mm-hmm. 9%, Daniel Warren Johnson. Wow, in second place? Oof. Shock, shock. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Seriously. What's in... And, oh, and for, makes me yeah. wonder. First place... Everybody's thirsty for the small wood. Yeah. Thirteen percent small wood. Beware the splinters. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, how about that, Greg? Smallwood winning this category. How awesome is that? That is yeah. I think yeah. that's an underdog victory. I really do. 
I mean, I, yeah, I love Smallwood. Especially over Daniel Warren. I mean, because we know how, I mean, DWJ is a lot more, at least this year I thought he was. I mean, we got like eight issues of, of The Human Target in 2022, but I Dan is not just writing and drawing to a power bomb. He's also, he, he was doing the Jurassic League. He's, he's, he's been out there and he's, 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 he's on social media. He's like in your face. So, I mean, I, yeah, he's a character well, as well. Like I can't say that about small one. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, one thing that is clear as I looked at the voting this year, um, I mean, aside from DWJ, just, just crushing it is that uh, like the Tom King universe continues to be strong, like among our listeners, like they, like they still love the Tom King books and, all of the creators that he's partnered with like yeah they were they, they rank very highly with them yeah yeah these 12 issue series people yeah yeah it. but even like love everlasting right like got like 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 it's just if if, if mm-hmm. that that ecosystem seems to still carry a lot of weight among our our crew so i went with the audience on number three dan mora um his style is like i mentioned it's both classic and new at the same time uh that dude you know crushing on once in future world's finest and getting to see him draw turtles on team nt mighty Morphin power rangers uh, that's, yeah that's awesome that is that's that's a real solid pick i i don't fault you at all my dude um i went with an artist that uh, i just love what she puts down on the page and uh I, I cannot wait to see what else we get from this young lady. Uh, my favorite artist for the year is uh, Zoe Thurgood. Ooh, nice. Respect. Respect. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, listen, I'm, obviously comics are a, a magical blend of, of, of art and story, but, but I mean, I'm in this for the art. Like, it's... I'd much rather have a comic that looks beautiful that is nonsensical from a story perspective than yep. than the alternative, you know? I mean, that that for me is, is a worthy way to spend my time. And uh, I just, you know, this is always the hardest category because, again, like, we're in this for the art. I And, and artists can only do so much art in a year, right? So, like, inevitably, writers can write four, five, six books uh, and, and, and build up that, that, that mental checklist in your mind. But, like, artists generally can can do you know 12 issues if if we're lucky it's often do six to eight these days but for me like the artist who i just couldn't believe they can do this on the page um aside from from another person who we'll, i'll talk about later with my creator of the year uh was matthias bergara i just uh i i just was all inspired by the man's work and um he certainly is among that shortlist now of anything he does, regardless of genre or writing partner, I will check out for sure. You are so, so welcome. Yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. All the, yeah, I mean, um, you know, the, remember my story with Bargara, I had a commission set up with him, Oof. like, ready to go. And he, like, goes, like, not goes to me, but he, like, wasn't getting back to me to confirm. And then... Like a month later, he's like, "Yeah, uh, I, fi- I signed with a rep, and signed with Felix, <laughs> and uh, the rest is history." So nice. And now <laughs> my rates, my my rates just quadrupled. So yes, there yes. you go. More like more like ten x build. Oh man, well I don't blame him. I, I look at mine all the time. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you look at it once in a while. <laughs> oh, thanks a lot. Good flex. There, <laughs> there you go. Well, um, my favorite artist 
2022. Really shouldn't surprise anyone who's been paying attention. Uh, Blink from Oni, Above Snakes from Image, Dark Spaces Wildfire from IDW, Hayden Sherman. Shocked. Yes. Like I said, it, you knew it was coming, and uh, yeah, you, you prepared. Next up, wow, favorite writer. Look at me, big time. 29, <laughs> 29 unique nominations. In third place, I need some kind of a sedative because I'm a little bit uh, verklempt <laughs> that Ed Brubaker. Not when be- you see who's, who's also up there, though. Okay. Um, With 12% of the vote, it's Ed Brubaker in third place. In second place, 13%, just a little squeak, uh, James Tinian the fourth. And in first, it's really not a surprise, uh, 18% voted for Tom King. EOC family. Yes, my man. Uh, I, however... um, Episode 810, episode 828, hear me talk about The Liminal Zone and Black Paradox. My favorite writer is, for 2022 anyway, is Junji Ito. Okay. I love the Ito, so. Yep. Mm-hmm. Topic. For me, uh, I'm surprised, a little surprised not to see this guy on the list, but I went with Tom Taylor, writer of Nightwing. Superman, Son of Kal-El, DC Dark Knights, DC East, War of the Undead Gods. Uh, he's just fun. Uh, he legitimately writes fun comics. Um, and if I just want to be in that world, he doesn't He doesn't let me down. Can't go wrong. Tom Taylor, yep. That is true, because uh, that's my pick as well. Uh, nice. Wow. Nice. Yeah, no, I... I uh, yeah, yeah, I was a bit scared. I was a bit scared. What? I thought you were going to go with someone else. But I'm glad what? you... I, eh, it doesn't matter. I'm glad you went with... I'm glad <laughs> you went with... But all right, whatever. It, it's, I, there, were, there were two other names. It was, it was very close. It was almost... It, it was pretty much... It was one of the last... I, I finally just decided um, this afternoon. But there were a couple. And, and some were mentioned tonight or already, but uh, no, I, it, it, like what Brian just said, I mean, I, Superman, Son of kal is one of my favorite books of the year, and and, and uh, looking forward to, to seeing where it goes from here. Again, Dark Knights of Steel, a lot of fun, um, and eventually I'll get around to uh, reading the uh, the vampires and the deceased and everything else that, uh, that he's got his fingers in, but uh, yeah, Tom Taylor's solid writer. Yeah, he does good stuff. Yep. He does. Nice. Um, yeah, for me, uh, this was a pretty easy pick this year, um, and that was Kieran Gillen. Uh, he wrote my favorite superhero comic, Mortal X-Men. He wrote, in my view, the best Marvel event in years in AXE Judgment Day. Like, I side-eye events hard this last decade, so I go in expecting him to kind of be the suck, and he pleasant. he was a pleasant surprise. And um, as we talked about early in the ep, he finished up his terrific once and future uh, this year. So uh, for me, this is his moment. I just I loved everything he did. Not and also, by the way, I should I almost forgot he wrapped up Eternals, um, which led into AXE Judgment Day. And uh, y'all know I I love that. That was my that was one yeah, of my favorite superhero books of uh, of the year before. So yeah. so I just yeah I think Gillen's killing it. And uh, 
I'm pretty sure like a lot of his Marvel work is wrapping up. I don't know if he's got more coming, but like the stuff he's on. So, uh, but I'll, I'll follow him wherever he goes, whether he goes back to creator owned or whatever. So yeah, Kieran Gillen gets my vote. Um, all right, four left. Uh, and I get the honor of talking about our favorite writer artist does it all. And as we said at the beginning of the year, both Vince and I agreed, like the majority of my favorite people in comics these days seem to fit this category. Someone who writes and draws their own stuff. Uh, and this is just like, I, I could rattle off 20 names and we've mentioned a bunch this year, uh, in all, in many of the categories, our choices were people who wrote and drew their books. So, uh, I, I there's a lot of ways you could go and, and be totally justified in this one. Um, the audience, 39 different choices, uh, with 9% of the vote, Cliff Chang, uh, with just slightly more, 10% of the vote, Zoe Thorogood, and an astoundingly high 29% of you voted for Mr. Daniel Warren Johnson. So, uh, how about that? Like, D-Dub's getting that. Respect. He's such. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's very, very capable. He's a phenomenal artist, a wonderful writer. But if he wasn't such a damn nice guy, yeah, like you'd have to hate him. Yeah, uh, it, for, I don't know if you. Uh, I thought he won last year too, but I was wrong. He actually came in second last year to Jeff Lemire uh, oh. among the listeners. Um, so uh, my pick was one of those three, and it was Mr. Cliff Chang. Um, you know, we've known Cliff for a long time, been fans of his work, and generally speaking, he has, uh, I mean, he started off as an editor, but generally speaking, he has drawn amazing art for other people who've written the stories, and he took the lead this year with, with his Catwoman story, and, um, I just thought it was incredible. I read it issue by issue, but then the hardcover came out toward the end of the year and I reread it and uh, I just I think the dude makes such brilliant stories I mean to me he's he's like he and like he's right up there with Somni just in terms of like the economy of their line and like the like he basically is like the same line line weight you know like it's consistent line weight but like man oh man is it just like perfect I just I just think he he works magic with with that damn that pen quill so uh, yeah I just uh I hope he. I hope he keeps it up. I hope he continues to plan on writing and drawing for himself because because it really worked this year. Great, yep. Uh, water's wet. Human beings need uh, oxygen to survive. The sun will come out tomorrow. And other obvious truths. My favorite. <laughs> my favorite writer artist is Simon Hanselman. Like. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I like don't need. Yeah, I don't eat I don't have to embellish it. Yep. So, but I did. There you go. All right. I he was your pick Cliff. last year, by the way, as well. Just of course he was. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a solid pick. I love Cliff. I love Simon. But shocker, I went with Stan Sakai. <laughs> I am yeah. stunned. Listen, what? You're like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get to go on ESC anytime again soon. I got to get some Stan Sakai love in while I'm on the show. I got to do it. It's a good choice. Yeah, it's a big year for him. So he he put out his final IDW issues. He announced his own imprint at Dark Horse. He's going back. Be happy for him. He's coming back with TMNT Usagi. Yep. All done by him. It's going to be awesome. I ordered the shit out of that. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. you did. 
Oh, man. Um, mentioned him earlier, and uh, really one of the one of my favorite writer artists because um, love the style, love the stories they're telling. Uh, Ex Fellow Noir is my favorite person who does it at all. Um, wow, that's stupid. Um, so next we have favorite publisher. 16 unique nominate. That's, well. Yeah, that seems yeah, right. Well. Yeah. I mean, oh. but when you look at previews, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah. but third place, 7% fanographics. That's low. Yeah. It is. Uh, second place, 22% DC Comics. That's high. <laughs> nah, DC's says the man high. who doesn't read any of it. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it, it's, it's fine for DC. What fuck am I talking uh, about? Black Image Lakers, Comics. They killed those black wheels. That's true. Uh, Image Comics, 46% of the vote in Ooh. first place. Yep. And I'm with them. It's uh, it's it's Image Comics for me as well. I mean, you know, the, the, the King of Spies, the Reckless stuff, Firepower, the 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 the, the uh, Skybound anthology, the, those yes. five issues or whatever. It's just there's been it, it was for me it was it was a real. I mean, we had we had Paris, we had Sunburn. There was just there was a lot of stuff that I enjoyed. Every every week we get those 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 PDFs to preview and and I just if I forget. If I read one and I forgot that you know I didn't pre-order it, then I, I have to send the text to the shop because I it, I'm enjoying so much of what they've been doing lately. So yeah, Image Comics is my favorite publisher of the year. It's it's difficult not to go with Image for this. Yeah, I mean, I, I was going to say uh, this year being the first year that I, I journaled everything that I read and gave a grade to. Uh, this was like the first time I ever was scientific about this, um, and for me, like. Image was the only publisher that had a, like an average grade of an A, you know, and I graded on a five point scale, and 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 also then you combine that with like the fact that I read more Image comics pretty much than any other publisher, uh, it was easy. Yeah, I I couldn't, I can't, I could make a case for like honorable mentions, like smaller publishers that I loved, but but man, like in terms of just the comics that keep me being interested in doing this crazy show, it's it's Image for sure this right, year, right? I talked about this publisher more than any other in 2022. Jason is not going to be surprised. My favorite publisher is Seven Seas. Mm. Yep. Yeah, just do the math. I mean, uh, Die Dark, uh, Succubus and Hitman, uh, The Common Rider, archival stuff. Like, I talked oh, yeah, about just, yeah, all, all the time. Yeah, cheaply horned witch Romy. Like, yeah, they they put out stuff I want to read. So, I also went with Image Comics. You know, the list is strong. Crossover, Deadly Class, Department of Truth, Geiger, Ghost Cage, Monkey Meat, Saga, Spawn. Oh, I suck. What? Look what I did. I broke the... It could have been a quartet, and I suck. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, we didn't have any sweeps this year. Oh. Hmm. Or at least so not. Close. Yeah, close now. Interesting. It is suck. You went with the one with your pick. I went with my <laughs> gut. I went <laughs> with my exactly. gut. Exactly. Yeah. 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 
All right, here we go, guys. Like, by the way, I think yeah. this is the, like Marvel didn't even get like that's interesting, right? That that's yeah. just yeah. bizarre, right? That Marvel didn't get anything. I, I mean, mean it, for what it's worth, I, I read almost as many Marvel comics as it did Image comics, and that's more of a that's a that's a me thing, not a like that's just because of momentum, you know. And 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 I I they it the average the average comic Marvel comic I read was below average this year, like in terms. So of, out of the out of the sixteen. None of them were Marvel, or was there just like? Oh no, no, no! There were votes for Marvel. I'm just saying, but that, okay. this is like the fact that Marvel didn't even crack five percent. Top of the three, okay. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's yeah. crazy. Makes me feel a little weird. <laughs> oh, all right, the big two, y'all. The big two. This is the this is the end of the Oscar. They make they make you watch all the Oscars. Make you watch the key grip, <laughs> the, your favorite hairdresser, best set design, oh, dude, best you... five best five minute, uh, you know, uh, um, animated foreign short. Like they make you watch, listen to all those, so that you can get to the to the to the, to the big enchiladas. And uh, here we are. You gave favorite me favorite stapler. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, you're up, buddy. All right, creator of the year. Creator 40 of the year. Craziness. 2022. 43 unique nominations. Uh, 6% for third place, Tom Taylor. Second place, 8%, Zoe Thorogood. And a name you've heard multitude of times. Well-deserved. 14%, Daniel Warren Johnson. Yep. Every single one of those, top tier, and made this year awesome. Appreciate it. I did not go with any of them. I went with Cliff Chang. Uh, he is he deserved it. He, he poured so much uh, love into Catwoman, Lonely City. Mm-hmm. Everything about that book is great. I bought it digitally. Mm-hmm. I bought it singles. I bought the hardcover. I couldn't get enough. I had to read it all the time. And... Uh, much much props to him respect that is awesome um mine it's not i am sure it's not going to be the last time this name is my creator of the year i'm excited to see where they go from here i i i um no i i didn't read impending blindness when it originally came out I, I i read it this past year and following it's it's only the center of the earth there's there's just uh, what she did the story she's telling the work she's putting out there on the page it's it it was really close to a no contest for me my my creator of the year is zoe thurgood yeah i mean when you're right you're right i mean i just uh i just like that book you know, you get you, every now and then you're, you you get a book where it just knocks you on your ass and you're like, yeah. holy shit. Like I, I like like this is what makes comics magical that this can happen in this medium and it cannot happen in any other medium. Like there's no way she could have done what she did in this book. And she's manipulating it at this age. Like yeah, what's going to happen yeah. in another 10 years? Come on. It's the age thing. Um, but but, but I mean, you know, this couldn't have been a TV show. You know, it couldn't have been a movie. Uh, couldn't even been an anime like this this worked because it was comics and for her to be able to i mean she showed us every style every trick in the book i mean it's like like i said when we talked about the book i mean scott mcleod would 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 be so proud if he hasn't read it he should uh yeah i'm with you like like i just was uh just totally floored by her her awesomeness this year 
And so she for sure is my creator of the year. Nice, nice. Um, I was completely gobsmacked to when the realization that uh, I would be giving it up for this person because um, I got to go with the truth. And the truth, as far as I can decipher it, is that no one in 2022 uh, eclipsed the achievement, uh, at least in, in my estimation, of uh, Zoe Thurgood. So, <laughs> yes. yeah, she, she's my creator of the year. Nice. It's insane that we all picked the same thing. Right. Uh, it was it's, not it, just people listening at home. It was not planned. It absolutely was not planned. Yeah, for those who aren't aware, and and Jason mentioned it earlier. Every year when we when when Jason puts out the spreadsheet, we all put our picks on it in the weeks leading up to the show, and then we all mess with each other's picks as as the weeks go on. But this year, Vince nor I put our picks on the spreadsheet. So this yeah. is a surprise to, to Jason and Brian. Yeah. I, I think it just it, it it's a nice little gateway to real genuine uh, expression. Like what, what you're you're genuinely surprised and or dismayed at our choices, which is great because that, that Yeah, emotion... no, I, I like I told you, I mean if I gave you shit for it when I but then I'm like, oh but I the cat was already out of the bag, I'd already put my picks on there so I didn't want to like delete them and you know. But right. uh, yeah I think and next year we'll do it this way. It's fun. Awesome. Um, I, I have to be honest. I th- I'm a little verklempt that you gave me comic of the year. There you go, buddy. Love you. So uh, 40 per- 47 unique nominations. Um, in third place with 10% of the vote, the human target. Shocked by that, by the way. Like, like again, no, no shade. It's a great comic. Like, absolutely great. But it didn't even finish this year. Yeah, like, yeah, I just, right. like yeah. that's, that's just like I they could totally <laughs> shit the bed, but it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Well, those eight like, issues we like, got. Like, yeah, it's really that's just yeah. yeah. But okay. I, but I mean, hey, we love everybody, and those votes are as valid as oh, hundred percent. Right, yeah, the second uh, place votes, eleven uh, percent of them voted for "It's Lonely at the Center of the Earth" by uh, Zoe Thurgood. But um, wow. Uh, I would call this a dark horse victory, um, not the the imprint, the 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 the, the person uh, with twelve percent of the vote in first place. Comic of the year, Daniel Warren Johnson's "Do a Power Bomb." How about that? That is beautiful to see. D Dub. Yep. Um, my comic of the year is "It's Lonely at the Center of the Earth." Zoe is the champion. She is the champion, my yep. friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I couldn't pick anything else. I I so wanted to go with Simon Hanselman just because I'm an ass. <laughs> no, just because I'm an asshole, and I would love that to be. But I'm like, no. Nah, she she made a major achievement uh, with that book. It's it's a it's a a, a, a genuine expression uh, yeah. on a lot of levels, and I just I had to give give her the props she's just nice. amazing yep clearly brian agrees right yeah definitely i i love that book i love zoe she made it up uh, on my list but i gave it to uh the turtles um gotta be that is a book i read i read it every every time it comes out immediately like it's amazing that after all this time all this stuff has gone through that book still is firing on all cylinders has so many new characters that you love just as much there's a yep. fifth turtle now yep love her to pieces and 
Sophie Campbell like does way more than just turtles fighting each other. Like there's a lot to like glom onto in that book. Oh yeah. Would you not want to live in Mutant Town? Come on. Oh yeah, they got awesome bands. I want to see those. I want to go <laughs> they to those, see those bands. Every night. They do. They do have awesome <laughs> yeah. bands. You're that's great. You're a jerk. That's a good. <laughs> they got awesome bands. Yep. You you believe that pigs could be sexy? I mean, for yeah. real. Oh yeah. Oh right? yeah. And and whatever kind of reptile, uh, you know, whatever. It's beautiful. Go get it. Yeah. Once they brought Venus out, like that got dark. And it went some tough places for them, and right, you know, it's a wonderful book. And also, Judy Ba did the annual this year. Yes, that uh, is true. It yep. was a phenomenal issue. Uh, so, like, I don't read a lot of annuals, but that one I highly recommend. Well, um, we have it on good authority that it's staying at IDW, so we're we're in a good place. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Awesome. Oh man, um, I'm I'm kind of glad this came out as late as it did this year because if it came out early in 2022, really, it no other book would have uh, would have had a chance. Um, it's lonely at the center of the earth. Wow, go trifecta! I, just, I can't. I there was no seriously, there wasn't even anything that I could consider putting in that slot once. Um, once the end, once, yeah. once the list was set, yeah, once the spreadsheet was hit. I'm not saying this in a sexual way at all, but how could you not just want to hold her? I know, <laughs> right? No, I mean I'm not being right. a dick. Just, just like it's it's gonna be okay, right? Yeah, yeah whatever, wrongness, whatever. Like the honesty, the rawness, yeah, the pain. yeah, yeah. It's 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 incredible. I, um, yeah. Well, again, uh, trifecta, like you said, I might my, my my pick is a, is yes, of course that as well. It's it's only the center of the earth. It, nice. It's it's just exceptional. It's a book I'll, you know, I'll be talking about for for many years to come. If we if we're in our sixties and we're doing uh, our, our favorite books of the last thirty years, I'm sure it'll be on that list for me. I, I just was Agreed. blown away by it. Yep. Um, yep. So yeah. Um, so there you have it. That wraps it up. That that is another year of comics in the books, gentlemen crazy so yeah now we have a few bits of housekeeping before we wrap up um first before we do the the um the uh cheap graphic novels drawing i did want to point out because again this was kind of an interesting year and um it it we like the the four of us didn't give this book and this gentleman uh like a ton of flowers tonight like we didn't not many of like we didn't mention daniel's like we didn't choose daniel's work we Obviously, we all went to, like the, the other routes, Thurgood in particular. But uh, I do not recall, um, and I'll go back and look when I have time. But I do not recall a time when a creator uh, had as big a year among our listenership uh, ever as as Dan did with Dual Power Bomb. Um, so just to recap, because I, I do think it deserves a shout out. Um, we have twenty six categories. Obviously, some wouldn't apply to Dan. Like he doesn't make manga. He doesn't have imports. So, you know, he's probably, like, legit eligible for, like, 15 of the categories. Tops, probably less than that. My dude came in first in six of the categories and came in second in two others. Um, he was the audience's pick for favorite adventure comic, favorite penciler inker, favorite limited series, favorite writer artist, creator of the year and comic of the year so he was the audience's pick for 
the three top awards. Uh, and then he came in a very close second in both um, uh, favorite new comic and favorite artist. So Dan, he almost swept the artist categories. He almost won artist, writer, artist, and creator, uh, which is just astounding. And I think it speaks to, like you said, Vince, how much he connects with the audience uh, on a much deeper level than like just the fact that he makes cool comics. So uh, hat tip to him because he's a buddy too. I just thought it was worthy of giving him, you know, the propers that that yeah. kind of year deserves. Um, and uh, so before we go, um, we do need to do the drawing. So, uh, Brian, my friend, I need you to pick a number. Let me just make sure this is the spreadsheet set up right. Okay, I need you to pick a number between one and two hundred, please. Gonna have to go with one fourteen. Okay, one fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> Lug. <laughs> Indeed. Well done. Well that's done. That's cute. <laughs> okay. No, that's good. Yeah, no, no. Uh wanna hold on. Uh, okay. All right. The Oh look at that. Nice. Uh the winner of uh of the cheap graphic novels gift certificate is Mr. Jason Hart. Long time oh. listener and, and patron. Um, so congratulations, Jason, fellow Jason Nation of Jasons. So I will send Jason a uh, a email and a Facebook message to let him know if he hasn't if he's not up to date on the show. Shame on you if you're not. But um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, congrats, and we'll we'll get that set up and uh, get you scored away. So you get a hundred dollars of book for uh, for for voting. Uh, Voting in Oscars. So That's awesome. Congrats. Yeah. And a uh, big thanks to Max for uh, for yeah, du- doubling down on, yeah. on our um, yeah. our gift certificate. Uh, go to creep uh, cheap graphic novels. Not creep. That's weird. <laughs> cheap graphic novels. dot com to uh, to maximize your your comic dollar. Uh, and Sorry. Huge thanks to Brian for. Uh, yeah. Yes, Brian. We alluded to this, but why don't you tell them where they can find you on the interwebs? Yeah, uh, so I have a podcast, mm-hmm. Comic Discourse 114, with Mr. Uh, Hassan and Brian Newberry. So uh, we've got a bunch of URLs that I don't know off the top of my head, but Google will get you there. Um, yep. yes. But yeah, thank you so much for having me on here. Uh, you guys helped me through 2022, and a lot of these books, it was awesome to be part of this. So uh, nice. I feel honored. Much yeah. you. Hassan's a good dude, smart, like super intelligent. You know, very knowledgeable of about comics. That other guy, uh, I don't know. Yes. Oh, it's messed up. He's new, he's new to comics. Yeah. <laughs> no, much love to Brian as well. He, he who was is, our who was our fourth chair last year. Yes, yes. He's he's I, he I I kid because he can take it and I love him. It's interesting. I'm looking back at last year's votes. Like, there's not a lot of like we definitely not a lot of overlap from last year. It's interesting. Nice. Maybe next year I'll get to call some cool categories. Oh my god! <laughs> oh jeez! Is that not the perfect gap way? To Seriously, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This passive aggressive episode has been brought oh, to you by <laughs> Jesus. All right, I, price. please Please give it up for our patrons because they made this possible. Patreon.com forward slash eleven o'clock comics. Uh, they just relentlessly give uh, each and every month, and, and we're so. Um, thankful for that uh, patronage that we like to give back to them with audio and video um, 
images, downloads of vintage fanzines. We have uh, cover images. They get to weigh in on the book of the month. And we always say it because it's true. If we keep saying it, it's true. The dedicated Slack channel. Yes. Where we gather all the time just to talk about everything. We, we help each other out. We lift each other up. We talk comics. We and a, a million different things. Just go there. Take a look around. Patreon.com forward slash 11 o'clock comics. Uh, in your travels, I have absolutely nothing because um, – Well, this, read some Tintin because we're going to talk about that book of the month. Yeah, yeah. Read Ooh, some yeah. Tintin. But uh, this this was a bit of work compiling all these uh, – these choices, yeah, and yeah. Uh, I look forward to it every year, as does uh, everybody in attendance. Uh, hope you enjoyed it as well. Just go read some comics and, and love what you love. That's all I can That's say. Right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And up. we have uh, we also oh, we we are gonna we haven't scheduled it yet, but we also have to do a bonus app between now and the end of the month as well. So yeah, I think uh, we should do another one of those um, uh, single issue shuffle things. Yep, yep, yep. that's yeah, fun. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh, we can, yeah, we'll take that offline, but we'll have to do that for sure. I mean, we've done it what twice. I think yeah. there's there's a lot yeah, of room. Turn. Oh boy, hilarious! Yeah, watch out! Oh my god! Yay, mutants! No, in this issue of Young <laughs> Lady Fine, coming to terms with her sexuality, we we we, we see the butterfly, which is a, is there uh, anything funnier than the fact that, s- that that Zoe Thurgood <laughs> swept our top five? No, it's it's it you're, no, you're right, you're right. I can't front. You're right. <laughs> I'll, I'll shut up now. Uh, yeah, book of the month next week is uh, two two volumes of the Tin Tin, uh, volume three and volume eighteen. Uh, so. Yeah, gets to reading if you haven't already. Yeah, I don't know any a lot of famous basketball players, but I was going for the dunk on that one, and you just smacked it right out of my hands. Yeah, that was whack. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. whack. You did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Brian, much love to you. Thank you very much. Keep up the good work with Discourse. Uh, I haven't gotten the uh, franchise fee yet this week. This from <laughs> Venmo, so yeah, like you need though. it. You need it. Oh my god, <laughs> Jesus. It's a we thing. We share the economic. Oh, system. do we? I, I we don't. You know, my bank account does not see it. So if, oh, of the show, we share the show economics. Oh, well. we do. Yes, but you yes, didn't say anything. We don't. <laughs> we, don't yeah. we don't share life economics. That's no. That would be wonderful. Yeah. We don't. <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, commune coming to you in 2025. If you would be so kind to join us next week, we will have, or next time, I should say, we will have uh, some sandwiches and uh, libations for you. In the meantime, say good night. Sorry, you don't know what it is. It's it's a stupid wine bottle opener, David. Sorry. Good night. I would have done an audio clip, but Jason doesn't like it. So, how many weeks in a row are we going to use that joke before? It's not a joke. It's a reality. It's a it's a it's a cold reality. That's what it is. Mm. <sighs> Do you think? Awesome. I, no, I think you missed it. I think you missed it. That's okay. Though. You could think that. It's fine. I, I'm thinking it right now. You're free to. You're free to think it. Yeah. Doesn't make it true, but it's cool. One truth is we would like to thank Brian for being here with Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. Yes, thank you guys. 
I'm sorry to subject you to this grim, dark stuff at the end of the episode, but it happens. <laughs> they're, it's they're, rough. They're both young. What do you What do you do? You just let them go. <laughs> I said the other day, like I'm 48, and you call me the boy. It's like we're getting old. <laughs> <laughs> we are. <laughs> we definitely are. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm one turn around the sun away from 50. Oh, speaking oh, about that, boy. yeah, I got to reach out to uh, somebody. So, oh, there you go. yeah, we got we got guests coming up. People, be here with we're us. Start planning our Tokyo trips. Yeah, yeah we're out of here. Yes, say bye. Bye. Yeah. See ya. That's it for that one. <laughs> <laughs>